Okay, it looks like we are live for RCR. Nick, what number is this? This is 125. RCR Podcast 125 with Duke and Lance isn't here yet. And uh, we're here to talk about big road trip, your your adventures as a mechanic. Yes. And, uh, and, and reflect on, uh, I suppose the state of new ice cars coming out because i was thinking of you the other day i was watching some uh i've been doing a lot of scrolling on instagram reels and things Mm -hmm. and there was this ford uh that someone had a a modern ford like a super duty and it was running a six two uh a six two gas engine and he was saying oh it needs this it's leaking oil and he mentioned something that I've never heard before, upper and lower oil pans. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of cars that have a tiny little small lower oil pan, uh, and then there's like a big spacer ring, and then they consider the, the, the top gasket the upper oil pan gasket. So it's in the same place? It's just like two different parts yeah, with a spacer in between? The, the world of oil pan technology is a great <laughs> and splendid thing right now. Yeah. We just did, um, I think it was a 2017 Grand Cherokee. You want to eat the mic. Like, this oh, mic is like like, like you're like you're a stand-up. That thing only hears what's an inch in front of it. So, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, I was like, I don't want to... Sh- That's okay. I don't want to just... Oh, the thing. No, nah, the mixer will handle it. We, uh... <laughs> We 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 did the oil pan on a 2007 Jeep Grand Cherokee, mm-hmm. and it's it looks like they sourced it from Little Tykes. Uh, it's made out of the same stuff as a pl- was it a plastic oil it's pan? Totally plastic, baffling everything. Uh huh. And it, it's it's made out of the stuff they make uh, little playhouses out of. The same no. style and everything. They've got that. They've got partial uh, plastic pans where it's plastic and metal. It all molds into metal. There's all sorts of craziness. So, and, okay, so what they were talking about, have you run into this, that the mechanic was saying that uh, we got a chat going in there? Yep. All right, great. Um, The mechanic was saying, here's what I had to do to get to the upper oil pan. They had to take the cab off the truck to get to it. Is, um, that, that I, can, I can totally believe that. How much are you allowed to talk about with, with your work? Do you work for an independent or a dealership? Oh, I work for an independent. Okay. I do not think that they would mind. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they would care. I also saw something interesting about this Ford 6.2. I'm looking at it for a second. I'm like, there's, there's one too many pulleys on here. Wait a minute. There's alternator on one side and there's an alternator on the other side. Yeah, that's more common with like ambulances and stuff. Oh, they okay. More, they need a lot more power to do things. Okay. But there's a they have like dual brackets for e for the Conaline setups and for like I know there's dual brackets for Tahoe's and stuff. Mm. So that's something that's not new, having two alternators oh, going around. I've done that for years. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. That's pretty normal. <laughs> All right. And, also, and to be completely honest, uh, upper and lower oil pans isn't that uncommon. Really? Uh, my mom's 2000 Mazda MPV, the first oil pan I ever did a gasket on was a double oil pan gasket. Why do they do why do they have to space in between two, two different oil pans instead of just making one big one? Well, that's more like they give you the ability to do the bottom one and then you can I I don't I don't I, I wish I could tell you. 
Okay. Yeah. Because we were hanging out with Drain the other night and trying to figure out because he bought for people watching a friend of ours who bought a uh, Mustang Mach-E, not the one we reviewed. He, uh, uh, Drain's is a yellow one, and he was upset because he he hit a curb with the door. He's like, why did they have to make the door so long? So there was like an extra six inches of door below where the door ends, and we're looking at it. And we get outside. I get, and it was like, I guess to cover up the the battery pack. But then I'm looking at it. I'm like, wait a minute. Think like Ford. Think a little bit cheaper. By making the doors longer, what did you save? You just saved two different SKU numbers for the lower valiance. There's no. What what do you even call that bit of bodywork between the door and the bottom of the car? Yeah, yeah. In older cars, they used to just call that the rocker panel because they all rust away. But now, well, here they do. yeah. <laughs> but I guess that's they made the doors longer on the Mach E to save maybe on manufacturing. I, it seems like a very strange thing to do. I, I, I honestly. Oh, I forgot to put the extra lighting on. <laughs> I honestly do not know very much about the design and creation of newer cars. What normally comes into the shop? Oh, uh, our shop? Usually it's... God, it is... It is a lot of trailblazers. Really? A lot of broken, sad, gold, champagne-colored trailblazers. Are we talking, uh, like, the S10 trailblazer? Uh, Or... well, things don't rot away in Georgia, and people are more likely to hold on to them. So we get, like, mid-90s to, the, like, the t- mid-2000s trailblazers in for all sorts of things. Like, we have one that keeps coming in. The guy got an engine put in it, and then he rear-ended a semi. Uh-huh. And the thing is constantly breaking for obvious reasons. But I've put two alternators on it since I've been there, like, three months. The first one died two days after we put it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, uh, I think Duke's mic needs more gain. Okay, then uh, which, slide him up a little bit. Which one is he? He is on pot four. Four. So, is that, yeah. Is that any better? Uh, I guess we'll see. Okay. Yep. Well, um, he, he uh, it's just, it's, we get a lot of those. We get a proportionally large amount of trailblazers. Mm-hmm. But mostly, it's just, Normal cars, Kias and Toyotas and stuff for oil changes and mm-hmm. tires and rotations. We've we've done a we've done a couple of transmissions in Chevy trucks. We I think they just finished up an engine swap in a Chevy truck where the cam bearings had had wiped themselves out, and instead of doing a cam, we just put a new motor in it. Mm. Um, Is that was that? Uh one with cylinder deactivation in it? Is that that thing? I do not know. I don't think so. Okay. I know how to change the motors, but I don't know which <laughs> ones are the... Oh. It, it, was a, it was a Cat Eye Chevy truck. That's all I know about it. And I know that it sounded like somebody had poured change into the oil. Uh-oh. Yeah, it was It was not great. And he was like, oh, I just want to get my oil pressure switch changed. And we're like, well, yeah, your motor's kind of... But um, what type of volume comes into like how many vehicles are coming in, coming out oh, on a daily a, basis? 
we have we have maybe six or seven jobs. I'm the specialty mechanic. Okay. But our our other guy, he does maybe four or five, six, seven jobs a day mm-hmm. for just like oil changes and small stuff. And then we have the big projects which sit around. But we have a, uh, I think we have like twenty parking spaces in our parking lot. Oh, nice. Yeah. And when you say you're a specialty mechanic, what is your specialty? Uh, strange, weird crap. Okay. And diagnostics. Okay. Like when I got there, they had a a Malibu that they could not get running. Well, they had got it. Is a modern Malibu? Modern Malibu. Yeah. I think it was like a 2009. Okay. They stopped making the Malibu. It had a, it had an Ecotech two something in it two two. I think, but uh, the the fuse box died and it killed the computer. Mm. And they thought the computer was dead, so they replaced the computer. And the fuse box was still bad, so it still killed the computer. And mm-hmm. I came around like, well, the fuse box is dead too, so you're gonna have to replace both of them. And we got that out. But my projects right now are, we have an eighty-one CJ seven. Ooh. That we sent the motor out to get rebuilt. Uh, well, we didn't. I wasn't there yet. It's been there a year. Oh, shoot. And the rebuilder took nine months to rebuild it. I got there right after it got re-delivered, and they put it back in the car, and it, they, or in the, in the Jeep. Yeah. Uh, and it was my job to figure out where all of the bolts were because the mechanic who took the motor out uh, quit. Oh, and just shoot. Left. Just left a pile of... Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, he, he just left, left. Like... One day I said, fuck you guys, I'm out, and just walked out with his shit. Uh, Did he take his tools with him? He took his tools. Oh, he wasn't a guy who was, like, borrowing other people's tools. No, oh, he, yeah. he took his tools and apparently half of the hardware for this Jeep. Yeah. Uh, so we got it all back together. Um, it, had, uh, it had a, a Holly Sniper retrofit on it. Okay, okay. Um, That's what, uh, uh, EFI? EFI, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like throttle body uh, yeah. EFI. Uh, and... It had over they th- the the engine guy said it he was pretty sure it had overfueled and caused the piston to fall apart but I don't know I think the engine was dying mm. already but um, we put the engine in and we got it started and it it knocked immediately ah uh, I see Alexis making a three point turn at the end of the road that's a BMW oh that's a BMW that is that is a BMW okay but that is Lance all right so. Lance, who will be joining us in a minute, just finished uh, using that 5 Series to tow a trailer from from where? Uh, I, they were in Texas. Okay. I know Curtis is from Texas. So Lance went to go pick up his boyfriend, who's now going to be moving, has a job in Philadelphia, and they did a big, big road trip, um, which he's going to talk about. Uh, he's either going to ring you or he's going to ring me, or he's just going to walk on in. I don't know. My phone just vibrated, but I do not do not want to fish it out on live internet. Yeah, whatever. I, I've I've taken like uh, like uh, Appalachian through hiker calls on this show. So I just I just mean the physical. Oh yeah. To get it out of here. Oh yeah. Once you're in the grandma chair, it's hard to get out of it. Uh, yes, he says five minutes. Yeah. That was my. Yeah, there he is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to go greet Lance. He's going to come on in. All right. Uh, Nick, your mic is on, so feel free to answer questions. All right. Nick, by the way, is off screen. I'm off screen. I'm just over here. I'm He's playing the the Jamie of the podcast, uh, Joe Rogan equivalent. Um, let's see. 
what's wrong with the camera? Oh, okay. Apparently the camera's like doing these little weird glitchy things that are like they're, you know, we're watching scrambled pornography or something. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it wouldn't be an RCR podcast without something technical going wrong. Uh, we just got this new webcam. So uh, yeah, Josh rips Appalachian vomit. I mean, I, I mean, I've only recently discovered that it's actually pronounced Appalachian. And that's going to be a hard bit of pre-programming to turn off uh, in that way. So, yeah, it's going to be hard to tell for sure. Okay, so you're over there. Okay. Um, we'll just sit wherever. I guess, yeah, you can... Uh... I tried to get David to come. Yeah, what's he doing? I don't know. Uh, you, you, may be, you may be off mic. I don't know. Oh, that's fine. You can put me where. He wouldn't let me have the car. I'm okay. Have, have, have my computer chair. I'm okay. in the gym mobile right now. Oh, you took the camera. Oh, you took the battery. Is, is, is the vibration you just pulled away from us outside the side of you? We got ourselves a party going on. Oh, whoops. Well, Jim doesn't really take care of Freaking Max taking me to the dictionary for some reason. It's a very nice car. It's a very nice car. Well, you took the camera, you got the camera shirt. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of, plenty of screen. Okay, we can uh, fire up Lance's mic. Lance's mic. Lance's mic. Works. It gets me from here to, to Wendy's. All right, welcome back. Uh, Why does it keep taking you to the dictionary? That's annoying. What are you trying to do, Nick? I'm trying to scroll down. <laughs> and every time I scroll down, like, okay, because I'm doing it like... Oh, you're doing it like a PC and I'm it's doing a Mac it like a over there. A Don't worry, I'm going to go on Facebook Marketplace probably after the holidays when a bunch of people in there, like, they're gamer... <laughs> gamer PCs don't sell and offer them like $400 and we'll have a better computer over there that's not like whirring away like like a CVT trying to run this whole thing. Is this still the free one? Yeah, that's still the uh, MacBook from Justin Lowe's. Nice. Um, uh, Justin Lowe's runs Wapafa. If you know that. That's no Western PA? That yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how much you care about fixing this but this is... Oh. This happens every maybe like 10, 15 seconds. Oh, but, we got a super um, chat. The, uh, there's a little glitchy thing like we're... I don't know what that is. I have no idea. It doesn't drop the screen. It just gets cyberpunk a little bit for a second. That There, it did it. I, I hope it's just the, uh, the USB cable. That's like an Amazon thing. I ordered a different one on, on Amazon and it'll come in. But uh, the good news is the thing likes it... The, the picture is better. If I'm smart, I'll get a different USB cable, and when I do a Brian and you, I'll just figure it out. I'll just do different cables. And if it still does that, then it's either the camera or the computer. So eventually, we're, I'm going to be like a bad mechanic and just be a part swapper and just start changing stuff, and eventually I'll solve the problem. I won't know what I've done. <clears throat> But you'll have gotten it right. Yeah. Like when I started like learning how to work on cars instead of just making fun of them, I heard that term being thrown around. And Bruce Henn told me that's one of the most insulting things you can say to a mechanic is call him a part swapper. Part yeah. 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 All right. So the super chat is actually for me, weirdly enough. Okay, um, go ahead. It says, uh, Hosh13, thank you so much for ARS currency. I have no idea what that is. Do you? Anybody? People like to give donations, but put it in 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 like uh, uh, countries that Americans don't know what it is. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm an ignorant American. So yeah. uh, it says, Nick, thanks for releasing some new music. Uh, how's your serious EP coming along? Thanks for keeping, keeping me company. The show is awesome. Um, it's actually not coming along great if for no other reason than because I haven't had the time to work on it like at all. I wanted to add some more songs to it before actually trying to put it out but and redo some of the songs but that's going to take time that I don't have and you know money that is just like it's it's a vanity project so I can't really dedicate time and money to a vanity project at the moment so it get the way that some people would with maybe a car or something so I'm working on it but for now the best way you can support is getting the new Christmas song Fair on uh, Bandcamp or on uh, Amazon or iTunes. Um, really, either one is great. And yeah, uh, hopefully you get that <coughs> going on. I mean, it's on Spotify too, but I, I, you make peanuts from Spotify. It's, nothing happens. But yeah, I'm getting full on shameless about it because I love this song and it's very meaningful to me because it's you know about not being alone for the holidays. So I hope you all enjoy it. And it's from the uh, 1980 Fairmont review that we did a few years ago. And the owner, Jimmy, has been tremendously grateful in allowing me photos of his Fairmont to be able to put into the uh, single cover and so yeah i will throw it back so we can get back on with this podcast but thank you yeah. for the question and the donation have a good one okay so our guest lance over in the corner just got back from a crazy road trip from east texas so i actually flew into wichita kansas uh, i have a friend who goes to uh, mcpherson which is the only school in the country that will give you a four-year degree for automotive restoration mm. so i started there um from wichita I flew into Wichita, and it's funny enough, you know, go ahead and fly into Wichita. What's the first thing I get picked up in? An EG coupe or EG hatch with Maryland tags. Like, <laughs> like it never left home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, there, I stayed a night in McPherson, which is really funny because since it's the only school, like I said, in the country that will give you a four-year degree for automotive restoration, it looks like a Grand Theft Auto online lobby because most of the town is just kids driving around in just weird, crazy cars. Most of them are students of the yeah, mechanic them, school? Yeah, like, uh, I mean, hell, my friend Julian has a Chevy square body with an Isuzu uh, diesel motor out of a bulldozer in it. Hell yeah. And apparently him and everyone, uh, all of his, his friends, they call it the scare body. <laughs> because it it's scary when it starts up or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, sadly, when, when we were there, uh, he uh, we didn't have a battery to get it started. Mm. And honestly, just the story there was ridiculous because he took the, the battery out of his celebrity. Because we took his, his celebrity, that which had Iron Duke celebrity, which sat for 20 years, got mm -hmm. running again. He's like, he's like, oh, I don't have a battery in the truck. And we took the battery out of the celebrity, put it in there. He's like, oops, I forgot the keys for the truck. Mm. So I never got to hear, hear this thing run. And uh, I think it was the ECM or something like that was mm -hmm. not actually part of the harness. He had it directly to the, uh, the battery terminal. And mm -hmm. that like fell off. Yeah. So, the funniest thing is that when it snapped off, we went ahead and we went to, you know, we, we went to leave. It snapped off again. Yeah. They put it back on and then eventually snapped off again. But what we did was he coasted it to his friend's house. Like I said, half the town is just kids going to college. He's like, oh, I know who lives here. Snapped <laughs> off. We coasted to his friend's house. This was not only the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Or no, it was the, the Saturday. Thanksgiving was Thursday. So Friday. So this was Saturday. Mm -hmm. We coasted to his friend's house and we just, he goes, knocks. I need some alligator clips. And it's just since it's, it's. The you know this one uh, one of one of his friends was just kind of this slightly weird check into old cars, but also old like 
TVs. So she yeah. had this box of just like RCA tubes and stuff like that. Yeah. She's like, I got your alligator clips right here. And Julian goes ahead and just he grabs a slice of pie from leftover Thanksgiving. Did just, he ask? Nope. Just went over his whole, whole hand. Thanks for alligator clip. <laughs> slice of pie. Goes ahead. Goes back to the car. Puts the alligator clip to the ECM. Connects it to the battery. And then we starts it up and go. And I'm like, that'll happen in four minutes. <laughs> like, He's like, bye, and then we just left. Yeah. Sounds like a normal morning for me. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So we left um, back to his place because he had a Buick Park Avenue, uh-huh. which apparently they don't have drain plugs for the transmission. So he wanted to do a transmission uh, fluid change, but apparently you just have to drop the entire pan. So what? Yeah, that's, that's a normal thing. <laughs> no. We got back, and he gave me the keys to it. To the, the celebrity, he says, "Hey, look, I have to go ahead and put the uh, a new filter and fluid back in the in the Park Avenue. Here's the keys to the um, the celebrity. Go ahead, drive around town. Um, I get pulled over. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I didn't have my seatbelt on, just because it's. I don't think it worked. It was like jammed or something like that. You know, it was a 20 year old car that sat. Yeah. Or like a 30 year old car that sat for 20 years. I didn't even check, and I was just driving around. You know, it's a small little town. Everyone's driving like 20, 30 miles an hour. I didn't even think about it. No. Got pulled over, and you would think, oh, what are seat, no seatbelt tickets out here? Like probably 200 bucks, 300 bucks? Probably. I wouldn't even know. I've never. Um, guess no. how much they are in Kansas? What are they? $30. Ah. I, I don't even know why they're wasting people's time. Uh. They're like, we're doing really. Sh- the cop. It wasn't even a cop, it was a sheriff pulled me over. And I'm like, dude, I've been in Kansas less than 48 hours. This is my first time here. Like, I'm like, hey, like, you know, he's like, well, we're doing really strict enforcement right now. We're so strict for, you know, 30, 30 bucks. I'm like, what is this place? What is your budget? That you I, only I know. Need to Not even with digitally. And he wrote it up like it was like a, like a, like a scorecard. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I, I have a speeding ticket in the city of Fredonia, Kansas that I have not paid since I was out there a decade ago. Do they have a warrant out for your rest out there? I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So I should probably I not just, pay it then. I'm just going to do the smart thing and not go back. Uh, but How much was the ticket? I don't know. All right. They wrote it out on a thing in the pencil It's faded. a little scorecard. It's like a little stupid yellow thing. I know, thing like when you go bowling and they have yeah. the little... It's, it's carbon paper. So stupid. If you leave it in your car for longer than three hours, it's it's illegible. Mm. I might want to frame my ticket. I still have mine. Yeah. It's in my desk. And I, <laughs> I, every so often, I'm like, I pull it out and I look at it and I'm like, maybe I'll call them. <laughs> Maybe and, like, ah, and I show it back at the desk. And I, yeah, I never look at it again. Yep, you just out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, but yeah. So we drove down. <clears throat> well, he said I got pulled over. What a while I got back. And I'm like, hey, dude, I got pulled over. And he and it's funny because he messaged me. He's like, there's some current transmission fluid in that car. Like, there's a bottle, like a quart I need to get. I'm like, cool, dude. Like, I'm pulled over right now. But I drive back, you know, two blocks back to his house. After that, I'm like, I got pulled over. He's like, damn, okay. And then I give him the transmission fluid. He tops it off, and then he had we head to Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Um, we stopped at the Omega Auto Clinic, which is the mechanic of of Hoovy's Garage. Yep. Luckily, the, sadly, they were closed. Car wizard. Yep. So, you know, no one was there because they were closed. It was late. It was like six o'clock on mm-hmm. a, on a Saturday. You know, they were closed for the weekend. Um, but I just took a photo. I'm like, hey, at least I've been there. Yeah. You know I mean, so, and then I got dropped off in Oklahoma City, and then I got I got picked up by Curtis and. So we went from Oklahoma City, which sucks because um, we wanted to stop at Taco Boy, which is the Mexican restaurant which uh, Putin's Fab Shop is like loved going to. 
That's the guy I showed you last night. The guy who has a bunch of crazy mini trucks and oh, mini yeah. U-Hauls and stuff like that. I love him. He is, he, he is a character and a half. You know what I mean? And he always talks about, oh, I'm going to the damn taco boy. Go get me yeah. a burrito. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, he likes it so much. And, and it, you know, Curtis has been there before. And apparently it's good. So I wanted to stop. But he drove out there and he's like, oh, they're closed. Mm. And I'm like, okay. So we ended up getting Mexican food in Oklahoma City instead. And then drove down to Dallas, packed up his stuff. And we went from Dallas through Houston. We stayed a night in Galveston. And the whole reason why I wanted to stay a night in Galveston was because of uh, that the video of those two dudes who went around and tried all the rainforest cafes around the country. That was Eddie Burbank and his I friends. I think Atlantis King was talking about that. As, yeah, yeah, she was. And uh, apparently the Galveston location was the best. <laughs> um, and they have a ride there. When we went there, it was closed because it was off-season. Mm. But uh, I've been to a rainforest cafe in Detroit. Yeah. Before and Rainforest Cafe in Galveston, it's way better. The food was actually good. You know what I mean? I was surprised. I'm like, you know, I've been to Rainforest Cafe in Detroit. And I'm like, okay, so this is like a slightly upscale, upscale Applebee's with more theme to it. But you know, the food was actually really good. So at this point in the story, you're now towing a U-Haul trailer with a '89 5 Series, '89 535i. Hell yeah, M30 engine, God's motor, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, stayed a night in no Galveston. Vanos. Absolutely not. Nope. Mm-hmm. So stayed a night in Galveston. The whole reason why like you said was to stay, you know, go to the Rainforest Cafe to see. Oh, is it really up to like you know, the the biggest and the, and the baddest one? Yeah. And it, it was. It was. It was solid food. I was. I was slightly surprised. So I'm gonna be out of live. What, what is a Rainforest Cafe? Okay, a rainforest cafe. Is that one of those things with the talking animals? By the way, you want to be eating the mic. You literally want to have it. There is no way you can get that mic close enough and it'll peak. It won't. See. Okay, what is the rainforest cafe? That's exactly how. Like when we had Ian Finance on, the comedian, they literally, because you're made to be on stage with one Uh of these things. You're... Some some people literally just rested on their chin like this. It's sort of weird because the rest of us have studio mics, and this is the extra one because we're out of mic stands as well, and holding these are weird. Like, And another thing about these is you can handle them, and it's not going to make any noise, whereas if I touch these, it's going to tonk, 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 and the people are listening with headphones on. I mean, I can make it sound worse if I take the mic buff off, and then I get right on top of the mic, and then I can make it even sound even worse if I take the cage off of it. And speak directly into the condenser. But probably everybody with heads and headphones on just yep. hated that right about now. So, yeah. Um, Rainforest Cafe. So, uh, right like this is usually pretty good, like yeah. right on your chin. I mean, I'm assuming from here people can hear me. So, like so these, just keep well, it like right oh, there. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the, the audio technical Note ones. taken. The audio technical ones are way more sensitive. Okay. So, like... I already, because I already have a good enough voice. That's why I never fine. like want to talk like this because I. You are literally out. the loudest human being I know. Exactly. So yeah, you're you're, you're fine me. with the yeah. way the way it is. Uh, we can uh, keep these in front of us. Uh, Nick, uh, th- is anybody in the chat referring to sound or reacting to the sound that I was just doing? We're Not on yet. like a ten second delay, so. It says advanced Discord trolling techniques. Uh, yeah, nothing really okay, about so, the sound. So that's fine. Um, so how is an 89.5 series, what is it, how does that handle with a trailer on it? Apparently it's pretty, it's pretty solid. Um, 
And it's funny because I asked Curtis, I'm like, what's the top speed you can do this at? And he's like, I don't know. So we're bombing through the south going like 80 and 90. And then we finally drop it off, you know, at the Doylestown U-Haul. And he looks and goes, oh, max speed 55. I was going to say, well, the max speed is 55, according to the Fender. Yeah, you think that's because of the tires? The tires are just like all these like little trailer tires that are. What's the what's the lowest rated tire you can buy? I do not know, but I'm betting it's because of to keep it from starting to sway. Yeah, yeah. What size trailer did you have? It was a four by eight. A four by eight. Four by eight. No trouble with it wanting to sway or wiggle with me. It just the rear shocks couldn't keep up. Where did the trailer you... would start doing this number was the trailer was bouncing in my car. Mm, bouncing, yeah. That, yeah. Like... Did your car come with a hitch or did you have to put a hitch on? No, I put it, I put it on. And it bolted to where? The trunk floor and the so, crash bar. All right. So <laughs> you have a trailer hitch bolted to the trunk, the floor of the trunk on the underside. Yes. And then your crash bar. Yeah. Where's the spare tire on a 895 series? In the trunk. So there's oh, a, there's inside a the support. trunk. There's two bolts that go through the spare tire well. And two sports. Two go through the trunk floor. Okay, two bolts. Two behind that go through the crash bar. Okay, so you got two bolts going through the crash floor. And then two more bolts where? There's two down in the spare tire well. Two under the spare tire, under the spare tire so you can use those as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, to spread the load out. Okay, okay. It was like, hey, it's better than we just got done, and this is for, uh, well, I, I won't use the, the, speaking of Ford Couriers, yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say the latest thing we, we got done riding today, but I won't spoil it for people watching, but we did do a Ford Courier once, and that thing had a hitch on it, well, a ball hitch, yeah, and it was just one hole into the bumper with a big nut on the bottom of it, and that was it. That's, that's pretty common. That's how this car is. It's not even. There's not even a receiver for like a hitch to go into it. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yours is yours is better than the one on my cake on my K car wagon. That is, I um, after I got rear ended and it rearranged the front of a a Dodge Chrysler 200 and I was like. Maybe I'll keep it on, but I decided to take it off anyway, which I actually I, I procrastinated, never did. It um it is U bolted onto the uh to the crash bar, and there is a bar that goes back with prongs that, if it has to, it pokes into the spare tire well. Oh, oh, great! Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, full size spare tire on that five series. Yes, respect. Mm-hmm. Matching. Oh, Matching. with a matching wheel. Yeah, well, no. Style five. So he has uh, E38 style fives on that car. So okay. he has a, a, an, an E38 7 Series full size spare also. But Sweet. It would have come with a 15 inch style five. Okay. The 535s but the n- five only is now you just have a 16 inch yeah. style five. On yeah. Five so. 25, you would have gotten a steely. A 15 inch steely is the spare. Mm-hmm. But it's still full size. So. Yeah. Luckily, all of my cars have full size. I, I don't think my Subaru does. But my GS does, has a full-size spare, and my Avalon has a full-size spare. So does my Cressida, but I don't think my Subaru does. Where are you keeping these cars? So I have... <laughs> so three of them are at my mom's house. Okay. I, I can just shoehorn them, because my, my stepdad is a diesel mechanic, has his own shop. So I have like a corner there where I just hoard cars yeah. and t- wheels and tires and parts and stuff like that. All of my cars become storage facilities, basically. Yeah. I have like... Mm, Probably fifty wheels at at my mom's house. 
Are these all like Amazon or Facebook Marketplace yeah, most, purchases? Mostly. I, I just anytime there's like a deal on Facebook Marketplace, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just I'll just go buy it. You know what I mean? I had a set of uh, WRX wheels that I got for free because the dude just didn't want them, and and then I ended up selling them for a hundred dollars. All right, which oh, I'm, like, I'm like, cool. I'll maybe put these on my my Outback, and I'm like, I kind of don't want these wheels. And a friend of mine bought a Subaru, and he had ugly wheels on it. And I'm like, nope, I'll sell you these for a hundred bucks. Are you talking about Chris? Uh, no, not Chris. No, Chris. I don't know. Chris just put new tires on his, and I said you should put the uh, the the facelift 17 inch wheels. And he's like, I just put new tires, and I'm like, ugh. So, mm. I don't know. Chris is Chris is one of those people where it's like, oh, it's if it's not all original, like. I, I can yeah. I, I can I can understand that. Of course, I I am not even yeah. sure all of my cars have wheels on them. <laughs> there, I don't even really remember how many cars I actually own. Oh really? I think. All right. I, I have enough that the government's upset with me. Why is the government upset with you? Oh, because code enforcement standards. Oh, so are they in your yard? A few. Okay. Some. Are they on grass? Some were. All right. If the so Cobb the County without- Code Enforcement is watching, I only have four vehicles at my house currently, all of them with tags and all on an improved, non-permeable surface. <laughs> Please don't look in my backyard <laughs> where the other 15 are. Are any of them resting on the frame? No, no, okay, no. Okay, okay. No, no, no. I just, there are cars that are not at my house that I don't remember if I got them with wheels or anything. Because I assume the Subaru at, at Ben's has wheels. Georgia. I, but I, it's more of a joke than anything, even though I do not know. The, I, I, don't think, I didn't think the truck had tires when I got it, but apparently not only did it have tires, it ran. Hmm. Poor yeah. truck. No, but it's like anytime I see a deal on Facebook Marketplace for wheels, I'm kind of just on that wheels. Or it's like sometimes cars, like uh, I don't pay, I, I, my whole motto is I don't pay money for things. Yeah. So like my Subaru is $700, my Cressida is a $700 car. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a set of like. That's a lot of money for a car. Uh, yeah. I mean, kind of, sort of. Yeah. But Pe- it's like, you know, now we have bring a trailer kids who think my Cressida is worth like $10,000. Like, oof. Mm. So, so it's like, oof. Uh, we have a super chat from Isaac Falvey for four ninety nine. Thank you. He says Kansas is a literal police state. They pull you over for every minor vinyl violation. I got pulled over this summer for flashing my high beams. Oh, what? Uh, so it's funny you mentioned that because when Julian was taking my friend Julian was taking me from uh, McPherson to Oklahoma City, we got pulled over. Okay. Four. Because he just put new fluid in the transmission. He wanted to see, oh, does it, you know, shift in all, all the gears and just crested over a hill and there was a cop waiting for him. Ah, uh, okay. It's so, fast. And it's like, th- th- I mean, it's just ridiculous. There's so many. It, they, cops love McPherson because it's all out of state kids. So they just want to pull oh, them over for modify everything. Yeah, that's, Mc- yeah, that's like, um, you see the cops right. Uh, you start seeing them. Uh, where Interstate 78 meets Lenhartsville, because that's where the speed limit drops from 65 to the safety corridor Mm -hmm. of 55. And you see them more and more as you get closer to Allentown, because they want all people with jersey plates who they know aren't coming back to PA to fight, you know, the $310 obeying 
traffic devices mm-hmm. ticket. Yeah. Well, you also have to be careful with the construction sites because they have the uh, the camera cars, but they're all white Grand Cherokees. Are they? So you know how you see it's like oh photo enforced like um, construction sites. It's all white Grand Cherokees. You'll see them. They have like a roof rack up there, which looks like LED pods, but those are cameras. Okay, and those are just mail you a ticket things or yep. Really? The first, the first the thing is because my old, my old job is that plenty of uh, coworkers have gotten tickets. The first one is free; it's a warning. Mm-hmm. After that, I think it's like five hundred dollars. Yikes! Uh, so, so they're allowed. The stadies are allowed to do that now to hand in. Well, no, no, it's not stadies. It's the construction companies working on the on the on the on the freeway. Uh huh. So I, it's all white Grand Cherokees, and it's the construction company that will bill you. I, maybe it's PennDOT. I don't know, but it, you'll you'll see. It. It's the, it's the traffic enforcement for the construction sites. It's all these white Grand Cherokees that have roof racks that look like they have like LED pods all over them. Uh-huh. No, that's that's the camera enforcement cars for the construction. So that's sites. not a government citation. I don't think so. I that I don't know. Gosh, we need a traffic lawyer because I don't know if it's PennDOT. Sending you these, or it's like a third-party construction company going, "Hey, you sped when we're working, like, and that could have killed someone. Here, p- pay us five hundred dollars." Huh? Or we, we what? don't have that what kind of stuff like... where I'm from. Huh? Yeah. I that I I couldn't tell you. Like I said, I had old coworkers that have gotten them, and and I've noticed because someone got the uh, got a ticket and it had it. They they taped it onto the window for dispatch. Like, hey. Watch out for these white Grand Cherokees. They're the ones that'll that'll you know go ahead and send you a ticket. God damn. So Jess McAndrew is in the chat and she says the first camera car ticket is free in PA. The second one is fifty dollars. The third is a hundred dollars and points. That's interesting. Okay, so how is a construction? I guess how is a construction company, if that's true, issuing you a government citation? Unless that I, I don't know the answer mm. to, because it's so, similar to, to like either. the traffic cameras in Philly. How mm. it's not a government. It's it's you know it's the P- Philadelphia Parking Enforcement sending you. Okay. Those. So, yeah. Which is probably which is recognized by whatever I guess. local police. Like you know how like people get like traffic like parking tickets in Philly, and it's like, oh, that's not a real government. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a third party, and people just don't pay them. Like I've heard that a million times. Yeah. Like I remember uh, there was this um, one uh, Instagram page that I follow that is called Phil- Philadelphia uh, Affirmations, uh-huh. and it's literally a jersey tag that says "I ate, hate PPA." <laughs> I'll bring it up. It is the greatest thing. I guess that was like when occasionally when you blew through an easy pass pre-pandemic and you didn't have one, they would just knock you for like the maximum amount uh, that it cost. And now they now they don't care. Now they just bill you whatever. I I think there's like maybe one peep one like state employee working at a toll booth now because they started that like during the pandemic. There was no one at the booths on the turnpike, and and the LED signs just said, "Keep driving. We'll we'll mail you your bill." And I think that's a, that's what keeps happening now. So you know, every single giveaway car I've driven back from Jersey doesn't have an Easy Pass in it, and I blow through the uh, the. The uh, the don't stop easy pass thing, like not the booth, the one mm-hmm. where you keep going the same speed. And I've been doing that for a year 
and Justin hasn't said he hasn't said anything. I think the fine used to be thirty dollars, and maybe now they just bill whatever. So who knows? So follow up. Uh, Wes Blewett says. PennDOT contracts to a third party to handle the photo speeding tickets in construction zones in PA. Uh, Jess McAndrew adds, PennDOT does operate the automated work zone speed enforcement systems on the highway. Hmm. So. Okay. Some weird, like, subcontractor, sounds like. Yeah. Because yeah. like I said, that's why it's all white Grand Cherokees. It seems like that's, you know what I mean? Because yeah. if it was, like, the Philadelphia, you know, if it was, like, the PA police, it'd probably use, like, you know. The exploder. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you Do know. people still call it that? I think kind of. Yeah. I think because, you know, there's still, you know, there's still modern Ford still. If you... Nick's mom drives a white Ford Explorer. And I, and I first time I saw it, I called it the snitch mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Which just sucks because all the modern ones, like, just, it look, they all look nefarious. That's yeah. The problem. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. like, I'll see, you know what sucks? I haven't seen any first gens ever in a while. First gen explorers. For, it's like they used to be everywhere. And I noticed, like, I had a friend of mine who had a two-door manual one. They've all disappeared. Mm. I still see second gens like every once in a while, but first gens are just well, gone we, by the we wind. We still have a few in Georgia. I see one like once you get mm, up to the mountains, there's yeah, they're they're still cockroaches. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what cockroach cars were here? Uh, like a few, few years ago, were those S10 Blazers. Yeah. Oh, and those oh, are just we were, yeah. We were just, we were talking, just about talking about them about in the beginning. Them. Yeah, those uh, are co- those are some cockroach cars. Those are like we, that. Those are some ten dollars on pump six and a pack of Newports cars. Yeah. That I, is oh, speaking nasty. of your hat, it's now permanently here. Gotta love it. Yeah. So for everybody watching on video, Lance is Lance's eyebrows, and in a, in a very sort of can you smell what the rock is cooking way is now permanently up there, and it even printed out nice and. Uh, Nice and magenta to match the frame, like it's an old timey photograph. Yeah, <laughs> I have, I have, I've been at the, the shop I've been working at what, like, two months now. Yeah, yeah, and we've, I, I have personally laid my hands upon maybe twenty trailblazers to the point that I look at them and I get sick. Oh, they're all trash. Oh yeah. So I actually, I had a friend of mine. Who a uh, childhood best friend of mine who was a line cook. This is gonna be the the nastiest thing you heard. So he mm. was a line cook, but he was still a picky eater. So for lunch, ninety five percent of the time he would go to Little Caesars and get their lunch combo. Oh. So he would have greasy hands, and it'd be smeared on everything. And this dude drank exclusively Mountain Dew and Monsters, so he would just they'd explode everywhere. But then he also smoked American Spirit Blacks. So the entire car was greasy and looked like Pompeii. Because it was Ew. just like cigarette ash would get on all the sticky bits, so it just was Ew. ash everywhere. Did he rear end a semi-truck? Because I'm pretty sure I fixed his car. <laughs> <laughs> that was my, my friend Mason who... Oh, that is disgusting. Oh, my God. oh yeah. All, all, he, he, his diet was awful. Because he would just drink Monster and, and, and oh, Mountain he, Dew. He, he passed sm- away? No, no, he's still around, but okay. he, now he drives like a... No, but now he's changed his ways. I, now <laughs> he, he had like a Hyundai Elantra, blew that up. Now he's like in a, in a, in a Civic, and I know that's probably still covered in ash. Because he's, you know, a line Oh, he's cook still smoking like that, yeah. Chain smoking? Oh, yeah. I hope not, but I don't know. Every time I see those Blazers, all I think about is just like trailer parks and like yeah. going to Walmart pajamas type people. My, my so that that genre of human being. Yeah. My boss's girlfriend's mother has one, and it's actually very nice on the inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a little rough on the outside, but it's very nice looking. 
Yeah, I mean, there's every so often you get one that's old that's re- old, driven by an old person. And yeah, it, it still smells well, a little, uh, but I th- <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, there's a little bit of death in it, here. It yeah. smells a little bit like somebody has spilled a drink under the bachelor's like, yeah. seat and then tried to fix it by pouring cigarette ash on it to soak oh, it up. You know? Oh no! Ugh. Now I think what do you now the earlier one the more boxy ones those aren't terrible. It's like when they facelifted them in in the mid nineties. The those man just the plastic on those rattled worse than XJ Cherokees. Mm. Uh, like oof. Uh, the, the, the dude, I was ones were pretty bad too. Was yeah, it, was the XJ Cherokee? Could you get those in stick? Yes. Yes. Are you I have a Ford. I have a two door, five speed, four liter, four wheel drive. Off. How much you want for it? I, it is not for sale, and oh. you do not want it, even oh, though okay. it's. It's actually it's perfectly fine, and I, everybody does want it. But yeah, I mean, I propose to uh, Justin Burnash, who gives us our giveaway cars, that that should be a giveaway. Real burp. Uh, I, an X. An XJ. I have a to put a motor in it. That'd be cool. I'm trying to, to get him to do like either a TJ. I I'd do a TJ again. Or a YJ. We've never done a YJ Jeep, a YJ Wrangler. Um, but we did a TJ Wrangler once. But I'll give away another TJ Wrangler because those are people want them. People want them, and people they're rusted, and people will still pay eighteen thousand dollars for one of those things. My favorite thing Jeep about people, Jeep people, yes. Jeeple, people, people. Yeah. I was putting it in question to people. Yeah. My my favorite thing about my XJ is I keep it bone stock mm-hmm. it, it's mm-hmm. it hasn't been on the road in a few years it it the the i'm the, the second owner technically of it okay and the first owner of it used it for towing a boat up to what's that that bay the 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 where they have the the old bay in maryland the, yeah there's the bay there isn't there chesapeake yes chesapeake, chesapeake bay that he would tow a boat up there okay every year uh from but, georgia from georgia I, I okay. don't know. He, he, I guess he had an fixation. Yeah, but, I don't know. Huh. It was bought at a. It was bought at a, a a dealer in Virginia because their Bronco had blown up or something. Mm. And he walked down the hill to the Jeep dealership and told them, "I want something that can tow this and has air conditioning and I can let my dog piss in the back of." Uh, but he also believed that water was the best thing to run for a coolant if you were towing. Oh, great! So the inside of the motor is rust, and it ate the. The, the 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 freeze plugs out of it and now I can't drive it because nah. you can't hold water in it so I got to pull the motor out and I think I'm just going to replace the motor since it's already at two and a half two hundred fifty thousand miles. If you poured distilled water into a radiator, would that still rust? Not as yeah, I would think so, but maybe not as bad. Okay, but don't do it. <laughs> no, I'm like, you're supposed to mix your coolant with distilled water, but I wouldn't run just distilled water. Though people in the South do it all the time because mm. it doesn't freeze. Well, I mean, yeah, because it doesn't freeze. And we're Florida. poor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to waste $13 on a freaking Grand Prix to put coolant in it. Well, I can't remember that when I, when I had to pour coolant into, into the Falcon. Yeah, it was 50-50, but I think I was just... Fi- I, I, w- I poured half the bottle in, and then I went... Yeah, I poured half the bottle in and filled it back up again. I had the straight stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then just got it from the shop sh- shop sink, and then poured it back in again. Did I? Well, I don't have the Falcon That's anymore. That's not the right way to do it. Okay, what's the right the way, way to do, do it? it? I mean, we, I <laughs> don't. Think... It's like you have a job. It's like, like here's the way I do it. Don't do it this way. 
Well, what's the right way to do well, it? Also, if you pour half the if you pour half the coolant in, and then fill the bottle up the rest of the way, you aren't doing fifty fifty. You're doing fifty fifty of the second half. No, I told you, I poured the whole bottle in. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, that's still the wrong you're way. You're supposed to use distilled water. All right, okay, I'll do I it mean, in the future. I mean, everyone's done things that they shouldn't have. Like I had a dodge, I had a dodge caravan that I hit a deer with. I still had to go to work, so I would, you know, it's like, oop, gotta go to work. Take the garden hose, just shove it in the radiator. <laughs> This all right, time to go to work. Drive to work. It all pour out. I didn't use the hose at work. Just <laughs> and then drive home. My Subaru GL has a real bad problem of the first time you drive it in the cold, the thermostat sticks. It shits all the water out of itself oh. and it overheats. It did that two years ago. And I got to the shitty gas station between my house and the Waffle House because I needed an omelet at three in the morning. Yeah. Um, and God bless I pull house. up there and there's I, I can't make it to the actually I don't think the racetrack had opened yet up the street from my place but I get to this little shitty sit go mm-hmm. and I'm trying to figure out where am I going to get water to put in this stupid little car and I ended up pulling all of the windshield the windshield cleaning buckets that they had yeah I, I got a I cut the top off of a water bottle I had in the car and I filled my radiator with that junk and what happened? Well, nothing except for my hands smelled like sewage because I don't I don't think they ever had changed it. Oh, uh, the water was was dark gray. Uh, but I made it. I made it. Got my stuff and came back. And then it, the next morning it did it again. So it self flushed. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I mean I don't know. The Subaru don't care. Subaru what, was the su- was the uh, thermostat in a really like dumb place in those cars. Uh, I don't know. I still haven't done it. All right. <laughs> I have purchased it. It is sitting on my toolbox at work. Oh, great. And one day I may or may not do it. Sweet. Yeah. That's the idea. Of I started driving the 240 instead mm-hmm. of the GL because the 240 has better heat. Nice. Because it, it, it got down to 40 or something. Oh, I see All right. one. Uh, we got a super chat in from Davey Rando for $10 Canadian. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, hey, regular Roman and honored guests. Thanks for streaming and making my day suck less. I currently drive a 2010 Charger RT I bought in 2018. Your thoughts? It's a decade-old Chrysler. Be brutal. Uh, Lance is shaking his head over there. <laughs> I've owned way too many Chrysler products. Yeah. I had a Dodge Dakota, a 3.7, which uh-huh. was officially never even mine. It was my stepdad's um, work truck that was basically it was a shop truck that he... Like, never drove because he, he hated it so much. He gave it to me. Um, I had it for a month. And he's like, do you want to uh, put it in your name? I'm like, nope. Gave it to my brother. And it had the, the 73 oh, problem where the... I remember this truck. This, this, this hunk yeah. of shit. Yeah. It had the problem where the uh, exhaust manifold bolts broke. And so it just sounded like... Yeah. Just garbage truck. Garbage vehicle. I had my mom's Dodge Caravan, which... Cockroach car didn't want to Which, die. What generation event? Caravan? It was an 03, so that's the third. F- yeah, third. Yep, the fourth. Yeah, because they had the earlier the, the yeah, that's the fourth gen. Oh, excuse me, sorry. I had to think about it because I don't even really know. And I, what else did I have? Dodge. I, I had a I had a PT Cruiser that I got for free, which Hell I, yeah. I I hated so much that the alternator went bad and I scrapped it. I'm like not dealing with it. Yep. It wasn't manual. Wasn't turbo. Wasn't anything fun. It was Jewish racing gold. It was nice. beige. Yeah. I'm like I'm not dealing with this junk. It. Yeah. Um. I used to work for a, a family fine of car vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work for a family of car dealerships and drove a lot of cars and modern Chrysler. Just I know. Nope. Nope, just garbage. Dodge Dakota, the official truck of. Hey, you got any washing machines you don't want? 
Yeah. And it was not the good generation either. It was an 06. It was the newest car I've ever owned, and it was garbage. Hot, smelly garbage. Garbage truck. Yeah. Garbage. Yeah, it's like you can't afford a Ram. Here's a Dakota. It kind of looks like it was it. a fleet model truck. It was just I, 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 and then I gave it to my brother, who then sold it to a friend of mine. And my brother is kind of a moron and put the lug nuts on too tight. So when he sold the truck to my friend, uh, all the lugs snapped. And on the highway, it just one of the wheels fell off. Fuck. Garbage truck. What did he Garbage. do? Like 160 foot. I don't know. He had just like an air hammer on. Just oh, oh, he just ugged ug- them all away. Yep. Oh. That is that is not how you do that. Uh, my brother no. doesn't know any better. Uh, but I have done it. Well, the thing is, my brother also. <laughs> My brother was also would also do things that I would tell him not to do just to piss me off. Yeah, because that's been my entire childhood together with him. It's, yeah, I said don't do that, and he'll do it. Yeah, I, I am glad I'm a single child. How uh, uh, just checking time? It is two. Is quarter after two? Do you guys have a hard out? Uh, I think mine's two thirty. Okay. Yes. So these. Well, hey, well, hey, we're fifty-two minutes in. No. It's, uh, so been when a good you leave, you can so take far. over if you want. Yeah, I have to go and do that thing with Jim. That's fine. Yeah. What, what do you want? What are you doing with Jim? We're going to the. What are the yeah, it, it, it. Exactly. Yep. Awesome. Understandable. The, 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 uh, yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're doing the. Well, we're going to a podcast, live podcast. Oh, so you're doing a live podcast. Are you going from well, a podcast well, to another podcast? You're going to be I on am. a podcast to go to well, where well, there's your problem. You're going yeah, to do their live their show. Podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and watch a God. We need a, to do a, a transgender, a, a transgender communist. Uh, I can't remember the way that Jim put it. Uh, he has a way of words, doesn't he? He does. So, I'm going to find it real quick. Jim has some catchphrases. He's got well to make a long story longer. He says that. Mm-hmm. He says. Well, he the, says at well, the any horse rate, knows the which way. is like an older man sort of thing, because my dad says, well, at any rate, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. The rate of what? <laughs> um, also, I was talking, it was myself, Drain, and Jim last night at uh, this really good uh, restaurant in near Villanova that I've driven by a whole bunch. Used yeah. to be, yeah, we're the one at the Y intersection. I'm sorry for people watching. We're doing like East Coast PA things. Um, I, I mean, he has to learn anyway, so. Great. Um, which I'm kind of shoving down his face. The point, uh, yeah. But within Pennsylvania is multitudes. There is so many different subsets of this freaking to the Commonwealth, and I'll never say state. We're a fucking Commonwealth. Well, so is Massachusetts, Virginia. I think Virginia is a Commonwealth. I think Virginia. Yeah. I'm yeah. Pretty, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I was talking to Drain about doing a live show of RCR live podcast at Philadelphia next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope the bandwidth can withstand uh, a live podcast, a live podcast yeah. doing video. Now, with uh, OBS, we can crank down the qualities, hopefully save bandwidth that way. And also, it has the ability to record, which we've never tried doing that there before. And I wonder if the computer can handle it, because right now, that fan is still going nuts over there. I always say I'm not an IPA guy, and then I just killed this one. Yeah. I have been kind of gaslit to enjoy IPAs. Yeah. There was this bar in Maniunk in Philadelphia that the bartender kept handing me samples until I liked one. <laughs> so, and that's the, the Goat's Beard in Philadelphia, my favorite bar mm-hmm. in Philly. Shout out to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because that's the bar that gaslit me into enjoying IPAs. Mm-hmm. IPAs. No, didn't. That's crazy. <laughs> I, IPAs have gone through a sort of... Ha- 
IPAs have been to hops what Subaru Bros have been to Boost. How much can you pump in yeah. before it just be, doesn't become fun anymore? Mm -hmm. And thankfully now people have been backing off. Um, this beer is uh, brought to you by um, Ben McElwee. And, uh, and that is, it's a low-cal IPA, which means it's pretty much a light beer with a little IPA kick on the Maybe end of it. Maybe that's why I don't, I, I kind of like it because it it's not in your face no. You know what I mean? Because I normally don't like light beer either, but I guess like two negatives make a positive, I guess. Who brought the Rolling Rock to the Larkin house? Because that's what I had oh, last night. Oh, Grunger. Dean, it's been like a, almost a decade since I had a freaking Rolling Rock. The, I mean, the only person, when I think Rolling Rock, I think of uh, James, angry video game nerd. Yeah, he would which drink he's that. Local. Yeah. He's from South Jersey. Oh, so, yeah, he is. Um, apparently, he's also been to... There's a video game store in Quakertown, PA, that he's been to before. Apparently, the, the people who work there said he's been there before. But, oh, nice. Um, funny enough, I never ran into him. I'm, I ran into him once. Uh, talked to him for a little bit after too many games. Mm -hmm. uh, he's not into cars. I liked... He once had a video... He had a video called The Dragon in My Dreams, which was, which was more about this, like, playground he did growing up. Mm -hmm. And he did mention, like, his first car was... Um, a Chevy Lumina, the Chevy Lumina Z something, Z twenty thirty four twenty four, something like yeah. It's funny because my first car was also a Chevy Lumina, yeah, which I got for five hundred dollars. Oh, what that it, had? If it was the Z twenty four, that meant it had the the two four. I think that that, that so. sixty degree V. I don't know. Maybe early ones. Maybe it was the Corsicas or something. I don't know. Four wheel drive GM stuff. It gets I get a little hazy yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, I don't like but my first car was a ninety three Lumina with a three point one, and the story on it was um, for my seventeenth birthday. Since you know, I, you know, I grew up really broke. Uh, well, for the later half of, of, of my life, because, you know, my father had a head injury and mm. there goes all, you know, there goes all, bam, there goes all the money. Mm. Um, my mother gave me two, I was 17. My mother gave me $250. She says, get another 250 and you're buying your grandmother's neighbor's car because gotcha. my grandmother neighbor uh, passed away and the kids thought the car was a hunk of shit, which really was a 93 Lumina with 49,000 miles garage kept. Yeah. Smelled new on the inside. So, but that was my first car. But of course, I was seventeen, and I and I hated it. I ended up flipping it for thirteen hundred dollars. Not bad. And my my second car was a '96 Civic hatch with a B20 in it, Sweet. and five speed. And I didn't know how to drive stick. But so, literally on my way to go pick it up, I was on YouTube like, oh, so how do you drive stick? Nice. <laughs> I was gonna say about the the Jeep that we had talked about earlier. That was my first stick car. And I I bought it only because my mom told me I didn't have the brain power to drive a manual. Oh, what a bad! Uh, and I said it was in my neighbor's driveway. Yeah. And I walked over there and I said I would like to take this on a test drive. And they said okay. And I'm like let me let me look through the manual, and see what everything does and everything. And I learned how to drive a manual from the inside of the Jeep book on the how to drive your car. Oh, it had it in the manual. Not exactly, but it gave you kind of the idea and. Me being a logical thinker with an understanding of things, and yeah. I've once been inside of a Volkswagen Beetle. That's a title. Yeah. I, I bullshitted my way out of the driveway yeah. enough to where he didn't know that I had no idea what I was doing. Oh. I didn't hurt it. I mean, it's it's it still has the original clutch in it. Oh, it there you go. Fifty thousand miles. Sorry, Nick. Sorry, Nick. What? That he learned how to drive stick and still has the original clutch in it. Oh, nice. No, oh, and I've taught people, I've did taught you, people did how to drive. Did you destroy a clutch, Nick? Yeah, I burned out a clutch on my uh, Kia Rio. 
Ooh. Well, it's a Kirio. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, I mean, it's whatever. It was a sub thousand dollar car, so it was like barely. Kirio. I remember when those were new. My mom was working at a Toyota Kia dealership when those came. What two thousand seven? Wow. And I remember as a kid, you know, like like oh, so these are the brand new. And it's funny enough, it's because the dealership my mom used to work at got bought out by my old job. Mm. So I'm like, yeah, which turned it into a Toyota Nissan dealership. So. Oh. Nick, tell 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 Lance and, and Duke about the options list on your old Kia Oh, okay. So I had no power steering. Um, I did not have a head unit. And that was less of an a oh issue God. with options and more of the fact that like it was an old junker. So like the head unit was just gone. But um, so I didn't really have like air conditioning. You did not have air conditioning. There was uh, no yeah. button there. There was nothing there. Um like the previous owner, talk about the. Or, we never learned the previous. Wait, the previous owner knew the original owner, right? Yeah, I believe so. Um, I don't remember a whole lot about the previous owner, but it was essentially he was a fairly young guy. Um, I don't know, maybe like mid twenties. That's fairly. Yeah, yeah, young-ish. he was young. Um, and it was mostly just you know this car that he just kind of had that he wanted to get rid of that he was willing to let go for cheap and it was a thing where you know it's just there were all sorts of things that were kind of up with it you know there it was very leaky uh the battery died not long after I got it. Um, the, uh, the, the aforementioned lack of power steering. Did the, he have a timing cover in the trunk or something like that? I think so, yeah. Or and, a timing timing belt full replacement kit. It's like, I've never gotten around to doing it. Yeah. This sounds like my kind of car, yeah. to be completely it was, it, honest. It was a complete mess. and But I had fun with it while, while I had it because it was very... Um, <coughs> I think more it was a proportional thing. Just I liked the dimensions. I liked the feeling of being in a car that relatively compact and secure. And there was a decent amount of space for what my needs are. And definitely more than in a Mustang. So um, it was just kind of a different experience than I'm used to. And Mm -hmm. I just found myself really enjoying it. Because, you know, it was a junker manual transmission no power steering and every time i was working the steering wheel was a workout so sometimes no power steering is fun though yeah yeah like uh, alfa romero 4c's yeah no power steering they're just little go-karts one the of the thing, most fun the thing, cars i've ever driven the well, thing shit, that i remember about the rio is the previous owner was telling us in the in the parking lot of the tag place like the, oh, yeah, the t- notary. Pennsylvania, real Pennsylvania moment is title and tag place. Yeah. Oh, no DMV. Good yep. God. Yeah. So That's he was telling the story Saturday. about the original owner. <laughs> are you having flashbacks at tag places? <laughs> some of them are really nice and some, some of them, them the guys saw. Actually, yeah. I really, I think that the tag place part was, was perfectly fine. The whole entire experience of buying a car out from underneath my mother at the uh, request of a Jewish man was... <laughs> That's a statement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like that's like um, from uh, the the movie Speed, where it's like it's like from the womb of a madman. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that whole thing was a clusterfuck, especially for that thing to end up. I I never drove it after I bought it. I never drove the Saturn again after I bought it. I I, I think the oh the guy I think that, I probably drove it more than you did. Yeah, and I, like, I daily think, drove it for a few days. Will <laughs> is pro- I was just talking to Will and he's probably watching this right now. But the Saturn ended up being t- torn apart for parts by Tommy, uh, Tommy Connolly. Mm-hmm. But that 
like, oh my god, that car. Well, I, he put he did some stuff to it. He put like clear corners on it. He put like a bra on it. He, oh no, great! No, no, that was a different car. That was a different Are car. You because, sure? Yeah, because we tried to fix it. And when we we when we they put a 1991 motor in a 1994 Saturn, and uh. you can't do that. They have a different amount of teeth on the timing reluctor and a whole bunch of stuff. But when I bought the car, it ran shitty but decent. Okay. We fixed the car after I sold it to my friend. We we took a few days and we we put new motor mounts in and we converted the motor to be the right style mounts and everything. And all of a sudden, the car wouldn't run again. Like, it would start, but it ran like warmed over dog shit. Mm. It, I felt really bad about it, too. I, cause I, I mean, how it, much did you pay for it? Like, 400 bucks? 600. Uh, it was a $600 It was fun. Car. Hey, look, I had fun driving it. Really hey, notchy. My favorite part yeah. was the color match duct tape in the door. Jam. Oh, that was me. That was you? I, I taped the steering wheel up. No, it, no, no. I'm talking uh, about in the door jams covering the rust. Oh, with, with that. Yeah. Oh, that's the color of the car. Oh. I never. I bought the car without even realizing it was there. Oh. I'm, well, I'm used Saturn, to Georgia. I'm used to Georgia where you buy a car. The thing you have to worry about is that it's about to eject piston number three <laughs> through the trunk. Not... You're you got to worry that somebody you got holes that you're you're gonna put your foot down too hard and you're gonna go right through the floorboard. <laughs> I mean, like my usual test for rust is you jump in the floorboard. If you don't fall through the car, it's a perfectly fine car. Yeah, you don't have to go underneath it and stuff like that. My mother used to say, my mother used to be like, "You can't buy that car. That's a rusted out shit box. Look at the roof." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, "Well, that's not just getting surface. your creeper so like, and going underneath. It's rust." Rust is rust. You still have to get it painted. It's rotten. Uh, paint rust, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that'll stop it. Well, it's Georgia, where everything rusts from the top down. You're more likely to end up with a rust hole in your roof than you are on your floor. Okay. Yeah, which then leads to a rust hole in your floor. Yeah. Um, do you guys... Uh, just letting you know, it is 2.30. Uh, okay. Do you guys only answer <sighs> yes. super chat questions, or if... We'll answer normal if ones. Okay. In, like a normal chat yeah. question. Is, uh, there there any, was, is there anything? There was uh, one in there that was to the effect of... Is Stellantis going the way of AMC? And I asked for clarification on it, and they never got back to me, but I okay. believe they mean, like, is Stellantis in decline? Is that whole That's a, organization? Okay. Well, speaking of, like, manufacturers going, you know, better or, or you know, going getting worse, I think Nissan's turning a new leaf right now. Because, you know, they got rid of Gone. They got rid of Gone. <laughs> I think they, since they got rid of, of Gone, and now, you know, they, they, they're trying to rebrand right now. Like, okay. personally, right now, I'd, I would buy a new Nissan Frontier over at Tacoma because Toyota ah, people are paying man. way too much for yeah. these trucks. Hey, there we go. That is a very deep chair. The floor is slipping in the chair. Far deeper than it looks. Yeah. All right, folks, we're going to swap things out. I'm going to be back in a second. I guess I can keep talking. Oh, you can, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you something. Is I will go ahead and I'd rather buy a new Frontier right now because I think it looks oh, yeah, better than the Tacomas. Um, I think since Nissan has something to prove right now. And also, uh, Toyota people are paying way too... I'm a Toy diehard Toyota guy. I own a Lexus and two Toyotas. And I think they're not worth buying right now. The people are paying way too much for these damn trucks. Dakota, to you know, Tacoma's 4Runners... There's Toyota dealerships right now asking like a hundred thousand dollars for like a well-optioned Forerunner, because huh. they're just trying to gauge. They they know there's these Toyota kids that like will pay anything. 
they just came out with a 40th anniversary for the Forerunner, and and I'm like, I know they're gonna scheme like a hundred grand into some some kid, some TikTok kid who makes money on TikTok. Yeah, you know what I mean? Probably. They're aiming for that disposable income, exactly. too young to know that they need to hold on to the money kind of crowd. Um, yeah. uh, do you want to introduce yourself for the podcast? Yes. Uh, so I'm. Uh, my name's Curtis. I, uh, I'm the one that just moved here from Dallas. So I'm. Oh, well, I'm the one with the BMW that we took the road trip in with the trailer. Um, but other than that, I don't have much to introduce myself with. No, that's totally fine. We're kind of a loose wheeling podcast in the sense that you know. It's kind of like, well, who's the guest this week? It's like whoever, you know I mean? whoever we feel like. Yeah. But I personally believe that Nissan has something to prove right now. And I think a lot of the, they've redesigned a lot of their cars. They, they're also phasing out most of the CVTs. There's some new cars that have regular, regular transmissions now. And I think Nissan has something to prove right now. And I would totally go ahead and buy a Nissan. The new Z looks great, but it's a, it, right now it's dealerships that are, you know, marking things up like crazy. Because I like the new Z. You know what I mean? I really do, but it's just these dealerships that are going to go ahead and just yeah. making the release well, just a headache. And and much like Kia and Hyundai that had um, have struggled like really hard for the first like twenty or the first two decades that they were like big in the states. Um, they they had to come back hard within the last couple of years and really I mean like I maybe I'm slightly biased because I work for Hyundai. But like they've had to really, really prove themselves over the last mm-hmm. you know ten years or so to try to have a chance at surviving in this market, and I think Toyota is doing a really good job of just riding on their existing success yeah. that they've had for forever. But Nissan, I think Nissan realized that they sort of started to to fall behind, and now they've got to they've got to pick up the pace and prove themselves again. So I'm good. I'm still working on mine. I'll probably kill that one too. <laughs> I can't say no to beer. I'm one of those people. Um, so my only problem with Hyundai is is I think they've what what what, what, what Kia and Hyundai what 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 the Korean auto manufacturers have done uh, have overstyled a lot of cars to the point where uh, even Japanese manufacturers were looking at Kia and Hyundai and like stealing their design language kind of but. People were starting to complain recently, you know, last few years that oh, these cars are way too overstyled. Yeah. Well, so, and you and I disagree about this because I I love Hyundai's and Kia's overstyling of things. Like I I think that they're no. doing it just right enough to really catch people's attention. Way too much. And I know that the the current gag is like Kia just changed their whole emblem um, from like the just the standard like Kia in the black oval to now it has like that K in the backwards N looking thing that confuses everybody. Um, but I, I, I feel I feel like that they're it's again they're like just trying to really make a make a big statement on the on the market, and so I, I, f- I feel like their overstyling is very intentional so that it you can no longer confuse them with any other car on the road. Like for f- me and a friend had this conversation once sitting at dinner. If you try to think about what a 2007 Kia Optima looks like. It's just a car. There's no defining features to it that really separate it from anything else on the market. Like it's just a mid-sized four-door sedan that looks like it. You know, if you just described to someone who'd never seen a car what a car looks like, and that's what they would draw. Yeah. So I feel like now they've got to like they got to really be bold and be aggressive with their styling to make to make it count. 
So one of the comments that I saw on here was from Davey Rando. He said Nissan's biggest problem, the bad CVTs, are not going to be a problem with increasing amounts of EVs. And follows it up with, I actually foresee Toyota taking a downturn because of their weird refusal to introduce or even develop any EV models. They could shift their focus, but it may be too late. To which Conway Douglas says, Toyota has the Mirai, though. They're on some hydrogen fuel tech, low-key. Well, there's a reason behind that, though. It's because Toyota's working with the Japanese government for more hydrogen cars because the Japan has an energy crisis right now. And oh, okay. So the whole thing is, is, is uh, Japan wants most of their energy to come from hydrogen. So Toyota is working with the, with the Japanese government to create more hydrogen, try to push hydrogen cars more. So that's why Toyota is not really on the EV thing right now. It's because they want to push hydrogen because they want to work with the Japanese government to you know help with the energy crisis in Japan right now. Interesting. That so, is, yeah, that is something I, actually, I didn't know. I, I knew that Toyota was very that. was very opposed to the whole EV thing, and they would prefer hydrogen or like alternate or hybrid. I hybrids. would buy a hydrogen car if um, they, we had better infrastructure. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know the reason. I didn't know the reason why. Mm -hmm. I didn't Japan know there has was energy a, crisis. Yeah, interesting. Um. Um. Well, I, I, another thing is since they've overstyled cars way too much, I've noticed is that people have complained about it, especially like the, the Lexus big grills and everything like that. Honda has redesigned almost their entire lineup recently, and the new Accord looks like a car from BMNG. It looks like nothing. So they went ahead and understyled the car. A lot of new Hondas look like you could slap on a badge from any manufacturer, and it would fit. Like the new Honda CRV that looks like a Ford, you know what I mean? It looks like something Ford would have made. And it's just like, oh my god, they went from overstyling to understyling. Hmm. And it's just confusing. God, I drove a Honda CR CR Z finally. Mm -hmm. Oh, the electric hybrid thing. Are they hybrids? They're hybrids. They're hybrids and yeah. available in stick shift, and they're neither they're neither economical or powerful or fast. <laughs> and I wanted to try to like it, and I like nothing about it. Yeah. And I don't even know what problem this car solves. The hot, yes, I guess you can get 45 miles a gallon, but if you really, really baby a Honda Fit, you'll get 40 miles a gallon. Right. What? Who needs this thing? This is like, this is, this is like Honda being General Motors, occasionally making a car that appeals to no one. That that it's like, or they try to compete with themselves mm -hmm. in, in a kind of. Uh, like a a, a Fiero way. The CRZ flopped because they they called it a modern interpretation of the CRX, which it was the farthest thing from that. Yeah, yeah. It so had an economy engine. Didn't have double. Had a single. Had a. Okay, there's nothing wrong with the D series one slammer that mm -hmm. Honda made. That's one of my favorite engines ever made because oh, it revs like crazy, even though it's a single overhead cam. And it can make, well, no, it doesn't make good power, but it's fun to rev out. Absolutely. The CRZ, like, it, I wish I would have gotten a chance to drive the manual version. This is one with the CVT version, mm -hmm. and it sounded, it sounded and felt like a fucking Altima. And it was oh, just, cool. and I guess there's a little, oh, but you press this S button, and you'll get a little bit more power from your, like, You're priming eight. it for, for, to receive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, because every time you wanted a little bit more power, just give me the maximum amount of power out of this 18 horsepower 
electric motor that's attached to the bell housing, which is where it just sort of helps everything. But because it wasn't an Insight, and it's a later car that has to be heavier, that has to have pedestrian safety, has to have roller protection, it's not the hyper-light Honda Insight that everybody kind of likes, that you can get 50 miles a gallon or people claiming 80 miles a gallon out of Insights. Um, because, like, like low-shifting, crazy, crazy high highway gears, super hard tires, and Gears and Gasoline did that did that uh, trip where they put a marine tank in the back and were able to drive from Lynchburg, Virginia to New York City and back without fuel, refueling. Um, so Super Chat is from Diego Martinez, 199. He says, Cobalt SS, that is all. I finally caught one again. Thank you very much. Um, Cobalt SS and thing like GM making a car that appeals to no mm-hmm. one. I mean, I guess, but a Cobalt was just like cookie cutter. Here's your and car. You just need a cheap car, mm-hmm. and then we'll put a. They, it came with both turbo and they, blower. So what it is is the earlier ones were supercharged, and then General Motors lost the contract with the company that was giving them superchargers. Yeah. So they went and turboed them. Um, same. You also remember the Saturn Ion Redline, basically yeah. the same powertrain. Which um, I would love to drive one of those. Huh. I, I, there is something to be said for sh- uh, shitty but fast. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, <laughs> Grand National, the, the Corolla yeah. SRX, <laughs> or the Corolla XRS, not SRX. That's a Cadillac. The XRS comes to mind. The one that had the the Celica GTS motor. Oh my god, that thing! It's yes, it's neat. That's another one of those it's that's neat, like shitty but, but the fast. Transmission that's attached to it. The the power band of the two ZZ engine is smaller than the space in between the gears yes so every time you shift it you fall out of every power. shift you fall out of you fall out of the variable valve timing and lift like you have to go through the whole thing again yeah every single gear yeah, yeah. they were not really geared correctly i mean it, it was still i feel like it was still they're kind meant of to be like a corolla i i hope that i'm trying to be nice i'm trying to find one nice thing to say about the honda crz and maybe after 10 years, it'll get the treatment that the Subaru Baja did. You know what? It's a, Subaru Baja is a terrible car. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible truck. It's an even worse sedan. And yet, it turned that hipster corner. Well, I know, I know somebody. I have a friend from, uh, from Arizona who I refer to as my BMW broker because yeah. he's, uh, all five of the BMWs I've owned have come from him. Um, uh-huh. as cars that he's bought that has just been, hey, I don't know what to do with this. Do you want it? Mm-hmm. Kind of a situation. His dad adores the Baja yeah. and has been on a hunt for the last like six years for a manual Baja XT. Yeah. And I don't, oh, okay. I don't know why. Oh, I don't know why he's obsessed with them, but he just, that's his, like, that's his, uh, his, the pinnacle of car for him. That's what he, he just won't stop until he finds one. Mm-hmm. You know what's going to keep CRZs alive? Case swaps. The owner was that? saying that people yeah, is K20, that a thing you can do? You can just do it. put a K in it and Absolutely. call it people a. People put K's in everything. Oh well, yeah. People, but I mean, people, like, the K swap is the LS swap of the Honda but world. Does the car get upset about that? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> F- fuck around, find out. Go find out. Yeah. Uh, the guy who had the CRZ that we did said, when you do the K swap, you just eliminate that electric motor. Right. I don't. I think they maybe have to change the transmission as well. I'm sure. Yeah, you would buy one that came with the transmission for like a, a Civic Si, mm-hmm. and it's, since it's all linkages, you would just either have to make your own linkages. Well, you may have to make your own linkages. I mean, yeah, being that it is a, a front-wheel drive car with a cable transmission, 
Oh, it's, well, a cable, it's, it's a cable. Well, yeah, shift? they're all. I mean, like, right? Honda uses shift cables for everything. I yeah. thought they use linkages, and that's why they feel Do so they? good. Oh, you might we be right. Pop up old stuff from the '90s and find out. Yeah, I don't know because I, I Toyota's I that, loved their link, they loved their cables. Yeah, and that was my argument that they didn't feel there was that little bit of stretch, and it was like, mm, it was yeah, not great. Because I know I've done, I've I've looked into how difficult it is to manual swap things like Camrys and Avalons and stuff, and yeah. I know that the the Celica GT like drivetrain, the whole the the transmission with the diff and the axles and the shifter assembly will all work in a Camry or an Avalon or a Solara. But you can buy Camrys that are manual anyway. Yeah. Correct, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, so, that's um, the thing. I, I keep saying to Justin, I want to give away a manual Camry. So I want to give away a man. I, it has I to be the six-speed one. It has uh-huh. to be the six-speed one. The six-speed one. I've driven... Jerk off both of my dicks. I, I, I've driven manual V6 Camrys. Fun. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, manual V6, like Solaras. So here's the funny thing is you can get a manual Camry, you can get a manual Solara. I have a Toyota Avalon, yeah. which has transmission problems. Mm-hmm. Which that, is why I have looked into it, for uh, we, the record. <laughs> I want to put a manual transmission in it. You, I'm sorry, what? Put a manual transmission in my Avalon. It's very oh, doable. Since, since, you, since we last rode in it? Uh, remember how I always had to throw, have it keep it in low and then throw it in the drive? Yeah. <laughs> so that it's got a solenoid problem somewhere which in the valve I, why, body. Why, it's why just fix it when you go ahead third. and... And manual swap it. Why so not? you already manual swapped it? No, no, no. I'd like to. I, oh, okay. I want to do it. That's that's why I have researched it. And that's why I know that it's a thing. Because somebody out there has documented a full manual swap for a second-gen Avalon using mm-hmm. the entire uh, drivetrain mm-hmm. sans engine from a Celica GT. My, my Avalon, Everything works. My the axles, the trans, the shifter, mm-hmm. all of it works. Mm-hmm. My Avalon mm-hmm. is a Florida car, so no rust. But the paint's nice. baked. So what I wanted to do was manual swap it, put it on coilovers. I have some three-spoke RAV4 wheels that I want to put it on, Hell yeah. slam it, and then I want to go ahead and... So for, for Toyota... Why in, do you want to slam a car in Pennsylvania? You're just going to hit I mean, stuff. Have I mean, you my, seen my BMW? No, I see, we saw it pull around. Is that slammed? Quite. I mean, Ugh. it's not that low, but I like... I mean, we got potholes in this well, town alone. There's a I, lot of approach and departure angles just to change streets around I, here. I came from Phoenix. Yeah. And like, I'm, it's a Phoenix car. I've only... I've lived in Arizona my whole life. Super and so and the roads out there are just so flat and like yes, boring they are. And the, because mm-hmm. it doesn't we don't do weather arizona doesn't do weather they don't do snow no. like nothing kills the roads it's just hot so yeah. they but, like the roads are there are great and then i moved mm-hmm. to dallas and i cracked my oil pan the first week i lived there oops and i ha- have learned nothing from yeah. that experience and my car is still low oh, and i moved out here but I, so far i haven't encountered any roads out here that are Worse than anything I drove over Keep in Dallas. Keep driving north. I north, and if you're feeling <laughs> saucy, west as well. <laughs> I've heard. Yeah. I've heard that that's a danger zone. Like right in here, is this as is this as deep as you've come into Pennsylvania so far? Yes. Okay, so we are on. The I don't east. know. <laughs> don't know where I am compared okay, to where we were in, yesterday. You're in northeast. You're in Nepa. Northeast Pennsylvania. Uh, I, I, we're east central. I can look ne- at a Napa map. Napa is northeast PA. That's Scranton, Wilkes-Barre. Okay. We're on the eastern side yeah. at the base. We're in the Appalachian Mountains. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Appalachian he's, Trail. he's bad with maps. Yes, this is as far. He, he, this is the same human being who thought Kansas was east of Oklahoma. Okay. Here, I listen. D- put your phone down and put the mic in the other hand. I'm going to show you how to navigate Pennsylvania. Take your left hand. Hold it in front of you. That's the state. Where your thumb is, that's Erie. Okay. Down where your pinky is at the tip of that, that's Philadelphia. Perfect. 
the palm of your hand where everything comes together, all the lines right uh -huh. there, yeah. that's Pittsburgh. Okay. You see how the creases of your hand go up and uh, go from southwest to northeast? Yes. Literally, the Appalachian Mountains come up and turn okay. across. We, right now, are where your pinky meets uh, your ring finger. Okay. No, I... Well... Yeah, yeah, your ring finger. Right there. You can ignore... You can chop your, the top of your... You can really go like this, because Erie's just a little weird yeah. chimney. Technically, we do have international border, because we border Lake Erie. Lake Erie borders Ontario. So, technically, we do border Canada. Um, Love that. Uh, dead center. That's State College, Penn State. Um... And Nipa is sort of up by your, like the crack in between your index finger and uh, flip flipping off finger. Right. What what what, 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 what is it? What is would it? You consider it's your middle like, finger. Middle finger. Yeah. Middle finger. Yeah. You, yeah. Index. Like middle Hazleton, ring. Pinky. Northeast. Like Tamaqua, Hazelton. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hate Hazelton. Hazelton, Sugarloaf, Tower City. I guess that's kind of NEPA, because then you go over the top. Yeah, the second you go over the top of the Appalachian Ridge mm -hmm. and go around, the second you're going down the other side, okay. top of the 80s, that restaurant uh -huh. up there, the second you go past top of the 80s, now you're in NEPA. You're on the other, you're on the north slope of the Appalachian Mountain Ridge. Mm -hmm. So that, 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 if Jess McAndrew is still in then, she lives in NEPA, that's where NEPA is. Um, okay. Where all your fingers meet, going straight down, that's the Susquehanna River. Right side of your hand, it's soda. Left hand, it's fucking pop. And those guys freaking steal. Oh, we're stealers, brr. <laughs> that's kind the of like Yinzers. overflow from the Midwest. Because to me, uh, Western PA has more uh, Midwest influence than, yeah. than Atlantic Northeast influence. Yeah, um, yeah you're, 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 uh, your mid-Atlantic accents go away. Yeah. Like, you know what's funny? Uh, Rochester. I'm being Margera. This is sunken dick. <laughs> Rochester reminds me of Detroit a little Come bit. Come on, Bam. I, I know I'm just doing Nick Mullen doing... doing <laughs> Come on, Bam. I gotta go work more. I don't need my dick sunk right now. I've been to both Detroit and Rochester, and they're very similar. The only thing is that uh, Rochester has better food because you, you get to go to Nick Tahoe's and get a garbage plate. All right. <laughs> Going to... Just because... They pile a bunch of shit. You, you just—that's just more skyline chili to me. And I don't give a shit about garbage plates. I mean, it better have like Percocet in it for for me to enjoy a bunch of piles of carbohydrates. Yeah. I call and it bucket food. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I explain to him. I'm like, there's a lot of places out here you'll, where it's just slop. It's bucket, maple. It's yeah, bucket, yeah. It's, I call it bucket food because it's mm. food that they can put into like yeah. a Homer bucket from. Yeah. Fucking, you know, yeah. Home Depot and just serve it to you. Here's your bucket. Yeah. You know what I mean? How do okay. I how do I stay safe from Shady Maple? Because I've been informed that he's going to take me there, and I, uh, I need a, I need an exit plan. Go to the. You know what? If whenever you're going, go to a Y, go to a gym, just do crazy cardio before you go. Perfect. And, and just put your body into a state of ketosis or something like that. <laughs> Solid. And just get yourself hungry because don't eat breakfast. Yeah, because I'm hungry now because we have not eaten today. Uh -huh. And I drove over here and on the way over here, I was like, I like I'm, I want to eat something. And he's like, well, we're in the we're in the land of bucket food, so we can just go get lunch. <laughs> and I, I was like, I don't know what you uh, mean by if that. If you want, but you guys... Hmm. <clears throat> We don't we, have, I don't have anything going on until tomorrow. So I'm going down with Duke. We're going to Baltimore. We're going junkyarding. Oh, yeah, after this? No, no, no. Tomorrow. Tom uh, yeah. So we're free. All today, the rest today. of today is absolutely nothing for us. I have to go pick up hitchhikers. I got to pick up uh, Appalachian hikers. Um, 
Uh, I think at four thirty, I have to okay. pick them up in Port Clinton and go take them up to Hawk Mountain, okay. where to their where their car is. Um, is this like a thing that you do? Like you like is that a is this a thing that you can do like mm-hmm. as a like a rideshare? program where you can put your information out there and be yes. like hey i live around in this area if you yes. need to ride interesting the appalachian trail uh, people who have watched this have heard me talk a lot about it but because the a- wherever the at goes as it became more and more popular in the past about eight years i suppose um, largely thanks to a particular app called far out which allows people to communicate it's like google maps mixed with reddit um Oh, boy. So I can show you it. It's on my phone. I finally mm-hmm. downloaded it. If you want to, um, you have to buy each section. So it's a pretty good business model because if you want to talk to everybody else on the trail, there's also like a, a very rudimentary messenger built into it, like a telegram. Okay. Um, so people on the trail can talk to each other. Um, that allowed way more networking and allowed casuals to be hiked hike the at and the popular way to do it or rather the more sort of influencer way to do it is to hike the entire appalachian trail from beginning to end it starts at springer mountain in georgia and ends mount katahdin in maine a distance of about two two thousand one hundred miles takes about five uh, months to complete and so you're living out of a backpack now every now these the trail goes through towns it goes into the mountains and comes to a road comes to a small town and a cottage industry has surrounded it in the same way that a cottage industry has surrounded, I think, uh, the furry fandom in that Jim sent a picture when he was trying to like, because for people watching, Jim is like a lifetime sales guy. He says, now, wait a minute. I'm looking at that picture. The, the average price of a fursuit is 3000 to $5,000. There are two, there are so many hundred people in this picture that is 1.3 million dollars of merchandise that has changed hands right there and if anybody's not tapping into this industry um in a very money ball sort of way they're going to be left sitting on their asses while other people have swooped in um so uh the at approximately i don't know the numbers of the people who finish there are thousands and thousands of people who attempt it and a few thousand people finish it. At least a thousand do. But it's a good amount of tech money that goes through. Absolutely. Uh, pe- and a lot of people who work in industries who can just quit their job knowing that they're in demand enough that when they finish in five or six months, they just go and find a new job. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't just take like a, a leave from your job to say, hey, no. I'm just going to go hike across the country for yeah. several months. So yeah. somebody, you got to be independently wealthy or just have a job where you can disappear yeah. like that. It costs about $10,000 to hike the trail comfortably. There are people who do it on much less. A lot of, you know, college students, people either, you know, Mm -hmm. going into college or leaving college, that's another good time to do it. Those people can do it rather cheaply because, you know, I'm not, I'm just going to sleep in the woods the whole time and your body and your back doesn't hurt and you're in good shape and you can I feel like there's people like, there's people like me who I like to travel cheaply just by couch surfing. I did an entire Midwest road trip just couch surfing. Hell yeah. How'd you just... Did you use an app or just new people? New people. Facebook oh, friends, Instagram nice. friends. He knows everybody. I don't know how he knows everybody, but I, he, I did he a, knows everybody. I did a Midwest road trip literally for, what turned into, oh, I had to go to Cincinnati to buy a set of wheels, turned into a four-day road trip of me just seeing the Midwest. When you were in Cincy, did you say hi to Foster and Dono, Adler and Blazin? No. Maybe they weren't living there at the time yet. 
Um, so, but my Midwest road trip was from Philly to Pittsburgh. I stayed a night. Oh, I didn't stay a night. I actually just had dinner with some friends. I stayed a night outside of, uh, in Painesville, Ohio, mm-hmm. which is near Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, left Cleveland with my, my friend Tyler, who is, um, the S10 God of Ohio. Yeah. This, he has a, uh, a, a um, his LS swapped S15, which is the, you know, the GMC version. Mm-hmm. So, and he also has like a Suburban and he, he's just a cool dude of mine. Cool dude friend of mine. Um, and then I went to Columbus, center of Ohio, because I had a, a friend of mine, my friend Tyler, another friend also named Tyler, who I've known through the Toyota Cressida Facebook group mm-hmm. that I've known for like a decade, and which I also ran into my friend Bailey, who actually forgot, I, he lived out there, who I met him at Radwood Philly 2018. Oh, nice. So I left, um, yeah, went to a car meet, basically had breakfast, you know, said hi, whatever, left that, um, Columbus, straight to Indianapolis. Um, had dinner with some friends out there, um, and then I went ahead and finally made it to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Uh, stayed a night on the Kentucky side. My friend Gus, shout out Gus, um, stayed a night at his place, and then I left left there, and I spent two nights up in Detroit, mm-hmm. and then went home. All right, we got a chat in the Super Chat. Uh, it is from Diego Martinez for nine ninety nine. What is your guys' opinion on car companies bringing back old names and then making them a crossover or making them look more modern than they used to be? Example, uh, Integra, the Eclipse, maybe the Bronco. Money, 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 money. Oh, yeah. I was going to that burp. Money. That burp is exactly how I feel mm-hmm. about that. Well, I think the, they did the Integra well. Yeah, because uh, honestly, because the, the original Inte- Integra was still a Civic, it, it was really still yes. yeah, yeah. People hyped up the Integra more than it really was, and the thing is that for some reason the Integra looks huge in pictures. It's actually small in person. It nice. looks better in person than it does in pictures. Awesome, one hundred percent. Every yeah. time I see a new Integra, I forget what I'm looking at. Like I, I would, I think in a good way though, because mm-hmm. I, like I, he argued about the Accord being understyled, and I, I'm kind mm-hmm. of a fan of it. Um, but every time I see the new Integra, I'm like, that's a nice, that's just a pleasant looking car. You to see one in person. And I, I think there's a lot of them in Dallas. There's a lot of new cars that mm. just kind of pop up in the Dallas area. So in the last year and a half of me living there, I feel yeah. like I've just seen more stuff than usual. This area of Pennsylvania, the sort of East Coast, Schuylkill County, <clears throat> like Schuylkill, Burks, eh, sort of Lehigh County, um, you'll see a lot of brand new base models. People who just, I just want a new car for once in my fucking life. And they go to Shy Tower Chevrolet on the auto mile. And, <laughs> and like, I want the cheapest, newest car I can. A lot of base model Subarus, but I think a base model Subaru is way better than like a Chevy. It, but, yeah. but that's sort of the mindset of the people in the area not really searching for the really good used car that mm-hmm. has prestige and was built really well, well. the the people yeah. of Pennsylvania think if a car won't pass inspection it's garbage and will never yeah. be roadworthy again yeah. that's why our junkyards are so good here because there's so many people here it's like they'll keep a car for 20 years but the second their their inspection guy that they've known for 15 oh it might not pass inspection next time they just junk the car yeah got the easy pull it in hazelton Dude, it's just so many cars that are like would would pass if they replaced like a control arm mm. or like tie rod ends or something yeah. like that, and just it had like any slightly amount of rust, and they're like, oh well, that's too much work. We're gonna chunk it. Yeah, 
I'll get my two for two four hall dollars and scrap. I'm out you on my Facebook Marketplace. I gotta take the battery out. It's still good. I'll yeah, take the battery yeah. with. Yeah. So, um, the new integrity looks Don't good. Don't forget to soak the interior in water so you get the, all the good more everything. <laughs> Um, I got maximum. Yeah, I think, I got top dollar. So, so what do we have right now as as cars that have been brought brought back with an old name? There's the Eclipse Cross from Mitsubishi. Well, which yeah, is, that's one of the things you mentioned. And the only thing I want to say about the Integra, the only part I don't like about the Integra is the taillights look like they're stolen from the Hyundai Genesis. Mm. Oh, they do. They do. Yeah. But that's about it. Other than that, I think the Integra is a fantastic car, but I feel like it's probably going to get a facelift soon. Mm. I feel like yeah. eventually they're gonna look at it and go, "Oh, this needs a facelift" because the taillights look like they're from like a like a 2011 Hyundai Genesis Coupe, and it's mm. just a little weird. Mm. Other than that, the car looks fantastic. Yeah, yes, and there's so the, yeah, the Eclipse Cross is a, a waste of time. I don't know if any. I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever put an ounce of thought into those. I don't know anything about the Mitsubishi them. Eclipse Cross. Cross. It's a it's a it's bigger uh, than the. It even sounds like an NPC car. It, it is, is an NPC. Yeah. It's smaller than the Outlander. It looks really. It's, it's the Pontiac. It's the uh, it's the Mitsubishi that that people say looks like a new Aztec. It does. Yeah, they have really? similar kind of ugly. It's style got like the, the glass and like the tail lights kind of all look like an Aztec from the rear. Yeah. God, every and time the, I see a new Mitsubishi, it's like you guys are still around. I forget entirely that they exist, but I, I feel like mm-hmm. they also exist in that just kind of market of like the if you. Um, if you don't have good enough credit to get financed at Nissan, just like run down the street and Would anybody you put, at Mitsubishi, if you have a, a pulse, yeah. will finance you a Mirage. Would you put Mitsubishi below Nissan in terms of... Definitely. They're owned. Mitsubishi is owned by Nissan. They they are. Really? Yeah. Yes, but... Oh, that sucks and I love it. But I do put them in a, oh, a worse category it's like, than it's Nissan. Like, so Nissan bought you can have a shit and version piss. of itself. Yeah. Uh, yes. Which they've uh, Mitsubishi got bought out like oh like Mitsubishi is mostly owned by Nissan I believe. Damn. But just motors because Mitsubishi is a huge. Someone in the chat is going to you know pop I mean? up with the correct answer. Um. Well, he also mentioned uh, the Bronco, which I think looks good. And shame on Chevrolet for bringing back the Blazer, but making it a crossover for mommies. Did you also? One so, of my gym drives one. They love it. Did you also see that uh, GM brought back the Trailblazer name as another yeah, small is, crossover? It, what if that, what if we brought not, back the Blazer, but for mommies? Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I like take it to Whole I like Foods. the I like the new I, Bronco. I gotta go to spin class in it. <laughs> spin <laughs> class. I have to pick up kombucha for my daughter in it. I can't wait to buy a GMC Arcadia. <laughs> oh God. The Arcadia is the natural progression oh, from a yeah. Chevy Trax or an Equinox. That's where you head next. So, but when it comes down to. Uh, Manufacturers using names. A problem I have is people got. Remember how when the the Mustang Mach E first came out and yeah. Mustang ah, Mustang outrage. got outrage. mad at it. Like I said, I'm not mad the fact that it exists. It kind of looks like a New Balance shoe to me. Yeah, but it's like it's really just like Ford had a brand had the name. They wanted to compete against Tesla, and that's what they did. So it's like, can you really? I can't really. Like give for too much shit for them because they mm-hmm. want it. They needed something to compete with Tesla, and mm-hmm. it seems like people are actually are really buying it. But like the, the you know the the it's not a Mustang. And then mm. you look back, and the Mustang has so many iterations. It does. Remember when people were upset when they came out with the uh, the EcoBoost Mustang? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, they've been putting four cylinders in Mustangs ever since the third gen. Yeah, the yeah the SVO yeah, back and, forever ago. Yeah. Yeah, and the second gen Mustang was still running the two hundred Powermaster from the first gen from 19 like an engine that was designed in 1959 and they were still running in the 70s 
It's like, really, get off your high horse. And, then, and, and speaking of turbos, they did that anyway with the SVO. Right. Blah, 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 uh, furred. And I, I, see, in my opinion, I, don't, I, don't, I guess I don't hate the, the Mustang Mach-E, but I, I feel like they could have just not called it a Mustang and been fine. Hate because it. everyone just calls them Mach-E's now anyways. Yeah. Like that's just become the, the common people's moniker yeah, for them. Yeah, too many syllables. So, like, saying the Ford Mustang Mach-E GT is just too, too that's much. That's a lot. Just, I drive a Mach-E, and everyone knows what it is. I was, yeah. I was looking at the, at the comments. They had to shoot their shot. Um, yeah. There's, I, I can't get over this. There's a guy who, his YouTube name is Supercharged Autism, says, What's your opinion on the 85 to 88 Nova? It's just a Corolla. Was it? Supercharged. Yeah, it's a Corolla. No, I don't know anything about that, Jared. Yeah, that 85 to 88 is just a Toyota Corolla. I have a friend. um, Or if you got spicy, you get it as like a Geo. I have a a family friend who's Mm -hmm. so far the only other person I know who lives in Pennsylvania, but they're in Pittsburgh. Their family is like big Steelers fans, big Pittsburgh people, and one of them had a Nova um, and that's the only thing I know about those cars mm-hmm. is that I just have known somebody vaguely who had one. So another guy said, um, I got so close to snagging a, a CL Type S manual for $1,900. I would kill for that because some of these Acura CL uh, six speeds were LSD transmissions. So the problem with Ooh, the Acura okay. CL and the TLs is that the automatic transmissions were glass. But if you got a CL, I, I believe, I don't know if the TLs could come in manual, but I know the CLs, you can get a six-speed. Some of them were LSD. And J-Series with a six-speed LSD. Hell yeah. Under, uh, absolutely, I really wanted to buy one, but it's just people want way too much money for a yep. manual Acura CL. Yeah. So. And still front-wheel drive, right? Because the J-Series. Yes. The J-Series, was that ever longitudinal? Um, I don't think so. No. Man, I I felt so. I wish they put it in the TL, the CL, the Odyssey. Yeah. So the, the J Accord, series, the Accord Six yeah. NT. Yes. Yeah. So the the J series was a is a very reliable V six. It was it just sucks because uh, the earlier version, the uh, 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 Honda, uh, um, the C the C motor, not not the the J series, the Toyota C series, which was like a two seven V six. They put in the ninety four to ninety seven Accords garbage. Really? Garbage. Mm. It's just funny because in 98, they came, you know, the 98 to 02 Accord, they put the J-Series in it, and fantastic motor. Are fantastic. making the J-Series? Or I believe so. God damn, that rules. I felt so bad when we had Ian Fidance here, and I just got, I just went down a nerd hole with things and realizing we have a non-car person, as as funny and talented he is, I felt bad that I was like talking in terms that he couldn't understand, which is very strange. Occasionally, you'll meet people who aren't car people, but are very knowledgeable and very, very, very good drivers. Because I knew nothing about Ian Fidance other than I liked his work, his comedy. And I just shot my shot and said, babe, open invite, come on the show and drive some cool cars. Oh, by the way, uh, for those of people watching right now, the video where Ian Fidance is, is on is coming out Monday. And you know, he says... right now. <laughs> What's that? He's on Wikipedia right now, like learning Honda engines. I'm, <laughs> nice. I'm looking. I'm looking in to see if they still produce he's not the J series. Because apparently Hondas out in the Southwest are just like garbage. They, huh. People don't or something like that. I don't know. People. People. Oh, oh, phones ringing. Uh, the racing mind says the CL manual is 2003 only. All had LSD. Pretty sure. We're, we're, we're putting them on blast. Whoever this is. Hello. Hello. Ah, uh, pretty good. Hold on, let me, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay, what's up? 
So um, we're two miles out uh, okay. from downtown uh, Port Clinton. And, okay. You know, we're just coming off the ridge here. Okay. And um, so we should be there within an hour. Okay. And, um, so if you if you still want to meet at like four thirty, we can. Um, entertain ourselves, you know, at the peanut shop or or wherever until you get there, um, and um, or or we'll be at the post office at in an hour, I guess. Okay, I mean, if you want to go to the peanut shop and just like check it out, there's a little parking lot behind it, and I've I've picked up hikers from there. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you haven't seen the peanut shop, it's like old timey and kind of like a tourist nice thing to see. How about you, Brooke? Do you want to go to the peanut shop? Uh, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't where, matter. Where, does, where is it in relation to the post office? Uh, it's about a block or two. Uh, uh, let's see. It's a block or two cardinal north uh, from there. I mean, if you have far out, it, it's marked on far out. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll find it. Let's just meet there. Okay. Uh, still at 4.30, or do you want me to be there earlier? Yeah, 4.30 4 is fine. Okay. All righty. Sounds good. All right. Great. All see right. There. See you there. Yeah. Bye. Bye. I see someone said minivans are the right answer. Just waiting for the market to snap out of the urban assault crossover delusion, which I agree. But I think crossovers were spoon fed to the market. I think people were duped on car salesmen selling someone a more car, a more car, like less car, but for more. Because I've been in some crossovers. They're like, oh, you can, you know, fit more people comfortably. And I'm like, I've been in sedans that are way more comfortable. Yeah. Like, car, like cars like the Ford EcoSport, which are just like should have never come, or the, the Chevy. Uh, Tracks and the yeah. garbage, garbage. I thought crossovers were invented to get around emissions regulations to call them not a sedan, probably because sedans were, had to make like 32 miles a gallon. And if you called it something else, it's like a sedan platform, but oh, technically it's a crossover SUV, so we don't have to make 32.5 miles a gallon I, or something. I think like that. that's probably where it originated, yeah. and then I think. So many people just fell in love with like the being tall and having like that yeah. view. Like every time I think about crossovers, the um, it was like the Ford Escape or like the Mercury Mariner review that you did forever ago. Ugh. That was like if you if you're poor, like buy a Focus, and if you're poor and you have shit to haul around, buy an Escape. Yeah, like that was the that's st- every time yeah, I see a crossover, about, about those that is junk. just in the back of my brain. I, I don't know how that. they made independent rear suspension ride like a solid axle, and it sucks. It's truly a marvel of engineering. Yeah. Um, Pennsylvania culture is buying a all-wheel drive crossover for the snow, but then crashing anyway. <laughs> crashing yeah. into a ditch. I'm buying a crossover. I bought a Santa Fe, but it has all-wheel drive, but then you go ahead and crash on 78 anyway. Fucking Hyundai Santa Fe. Uh, so we got a super chat here from Old Grease Monkey, $20. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank heard you. of the weird Brazilian market VW Fox? Yes. It's front-wheel drive, but the engine is mounted front to back like a Caddy Eldorado. I'm in the process of turning one into a rear-wheel drive drag car. My buddy I thought drove... they sold the, fa- the Fox in the United States as well. They did, but I can't remember if it was longitudinal or not. 
My buddy had one in 1990. Wolfsburg edition. That goes uh, hard. With black, white wheels. Stock factory painted white wheels. White stripe down the side. Hard. The, the little chime on the inside, I'll never forget. Do, 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 do. Um, it leaked, so it had that must on the inside. Kind of like, well... Oh, since you're in the Northeast now, you get to smell what basement smell like. Oh, basement. I love the basement smell. You want to go... This this house was built in uh, 1877. Wonderful. So those pipes you see right there were added yeah. after the playing were... When, when indoor plumbing became a thing. There's an outhouse in the backyard. Did you see it? I did not. Oh, there's an outhouse. We, we, were, we were speaking about this yesterday because we were at uh, Jeff Henderson's house up in the Reading area. Yeah. And, um, I, oh, that's an old building. <clears throat> that's probably older than this. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it is. And we were, t- we were talking about... I can't remember how it came up, but he said something along the lines of, like, the Oakheart doesn't understand how, you know, thing, how all, old buildings and stuff. And I was like, hey, this house is older than the entire state of Arizona. Nice. Like, Arizona was founded in 1912. Damn. So awesome. like most of these homes out, most of these buildings out here are older than the state that I was born in. Yeah. See these walls, these walls were pro- that people can't see from the camera, but the walls on there probably weren't there when, when this place was built, that little cutout there for the chimney probably wasn't there. Had a, probably had a fire wood stove when it was built. Right. There would have been only sort of, one room here. Actually, you know what? Since those are plaster and lathe, that doorway may be original. And those doorways there with the double doors, maybe they were added in the 50s or 40s. And you would just live down here with the fireplace. That door right there is the outdoor to outside. Right. Um, and then you just go upstairs and bundle up and go to bed. And like the bathroom in the kitchen, that was added maybe a hundred years actually no probably 40s or 50s these houses are what are what's called 18th century symmetricals and the ha- you'll, you'll see a lot of them in these towns with different types of additions depending on how much money the owner had to make their symmetrical bigger mm-hmm. so you know you go you go around when you go into around uh philly you'll see row homes or rather sort of eh, past gerard like um not like Boathouse Row. Actually, no. When you go into like smaller towns like Phoenixville, mm-hmm. Royers Ford, you'll see the row homes. Yeah. That were just stores below and residences above. Yep. And a lot of... Because even small towns, I noticed this about Phoenix, East Coast towns go up. They don't really go out. Whereas West Coast, they go out. A lot of... Right. Lot of uh, a lot of slab on grade houses, no basements, or maybe like a root cellar. Yeah. Yeah, almost never, n- never basements that I've ever seen. I have never seen a house. That's a lie. Um, very, very expensive homes in in the Phoenix area will have basements. It's so weird. But it's like a, it's like a luxury thing. It's not like a necessity it's not a necessity it's like the oh well you have this big old house and you don't want to walk up and downstairs or whatever you get a little basement that you can you turn have whatever. a basement so you can put your canned goods down there you have before a, you have your refrigerator so you get through the winter right so, yeah it yes, stay, and yeah. also it stays cool down there in the summer mm-hmm. sometimes people yep. would stay down so there. Yeah. Bas- i remember growing up in the in, you know because I, I grew up right on the delaware river yeah. and it's either my dad was hanging out with his friends in the garage <laughs> or they were having a party in the basement oh, like new year like nothing was more northeast than like 
everyone because it's like they had everyone had like a regular living room but then you'll have like northeast housewives like you, you and your you know they'd have like a, like a husband and like you and your friends drink too much go in the basement yeah and then they'd have like a like a living room in the basement and then they have like you know the the basement fridge or some shit like that or, yeah because it's either the garage like i know in the midwest a lot of people would like party out in the garage yeah but it's like in the northeast a lot of people would go in the go in the basement and like you know kids would smoke weed in the basement yeah you know what i mean or they'd have like oh that was the old couch downstairs you yep. know what i mean so yep. like the house i grew up in was a half finished basement well which also had like a like a um a bedroom down there but it was also storage but it was like a multi-purpose room basically yeah yeah uh, well, this is just uh, Boris T.S. Karlov, $2, just says, good day. Good day, guys. Um, good day. The good Racing day. Mind uh, adds uh, that EVs will hopefully kill the crossover, and I kind of wanted to get y'all's thoughts on that. Well, my EV is a crossover. Is well, it's it? more of a wagon. I, yeah, I, I, I a hatchback. I look at the Nero as a, it's as not a hatchback on stilts. thing. That's the thing. For, for crossover to me, it has to be a sedan-based car that's sitting on stilts. So, like, okay, yeah. I look at, like, the the Buick Encore and I'm like that is literally just an EG hatch on stilts mm, yeah like they literally I, it's all just like divorced old women that drive those too they're like oh my god I needed this because it's just it's so tall I'm like you were literally in a 95 Civic that's just taller yeah yeah. I, I would generally agree with CR, that though because the Honda I, CRH yes, yes. there's that yeah. and the Toyota CHR, though that is Toyota's biggest turd that they shat in a long time. Uh, yeah. The Corolla Cross. It's all black, piano black plastic on the inside. It feels like I'm in a deprivation tank. Yeah. It's so dark and dimly lit. And when they killed, they killed, came out with that car when they killed Scion. So a lot of these have base model Scion head units. Uh. So they're just junk. Because I was working at Toyota when these came out. I'm like, who is this car for? I think it's garbage. It's stupid. It, just buy a Corolla. Just yeah. buy a Corolla. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would I would generally agree with that statement though because I feel like a lot of electric cars at least are geared in that sort of shape. The, the Tesla Model X, like the Hyundai Ionic 5, the EV6, mm-hmm. the Mach-E. Um, though it's funny, I feel I feel like the, the, at least the car Twitter discourse went around when the Ionic 5 and the EV6 came out about how big they were, or at least how they how they looked small in press photos, but how they were bigger in real life. But I feel like even just their proportions make them sort of look kind of skewed because like dimensionally, if you look, the Ionic 5 is like an an inch larger in every direction than a Mark 7 like wagon. Yeah, it's it's a substantial car. They're not like, they're not, but they're not huge. They're not, they're not big, but they're like, they're mildly bigger than an acceptable station wagon or hatchback. They were about the size of a Mach-E. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Machi is pretty. I mean, I was riding in it last night. The Machi is comfortable from the front and the back. Plenty of legroom in the back. Is there? Okay. Yeah. Because I walk past, I've walked past it every day for the last four days. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. In the bright orange in the driveway, but I haven't yeah. been in it. So, yeah, it's uh, the door. The door buttons are a little bit gimmicky. What is with? I, so I noticed it's that when I walked gimmick. past it, that there's like the thing sticking out of the driver's door. You, you'd like touch it and it opens the door electric or something like doors, that. Right. I hate electric oh. doors. So, I think so all that's Drain stupid. said like, okay, like the upside of this is that if someone's mm-hmm. going to try to jack you, they, they can't find the door. You know. I mean, yeah, that's the silver lining, but the rest of it to me, I, I just, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of old, uh, old car pilled, if you will, because mm-hmm. I haven't owned a car newer than 19. 92 in the last three years mm, okay. so like i i haven't like i've forgotten about how difficult things can be like electronics and stuff because mm. the the biggest complaint i ever have about my car is like some 
weird solder joints that cause my gauge cluster to go oh, out occasionally. Yeah. But like the car, as a car, functions perfectly. I mean, it, got it always from Dallas. Yeah, yeah, it always it drove. I drove it's like it. 18, it yeah, it's just proof that you can still road trip thirty I've, year old cars. I have yeah. put, fine. I've owned that. I bought that car in January. It had one hundred and fifty six thousand miles on it when I bought it back mm-hmm. in January. I just rolled over one ninety three. Nice. So 36,000 miles in the last 11 and a half months. Nice. And it's been wonderful. And then that's like, so I just forget about new car electronics and things that like doodads like that. I see someone here uh, under the name Slow-Mo says the Corolla Cross is a Mazda platform. So uh, I know Toyota and Mazda is a little bit in cahoots, which um, I feel like they, there's no market for the Corolla Cross. You know about the Corolla Cross? It is the stup- Is it a CX thirty? I'm is, trying to picture it and I can't. It is a smaller Rav Four. It is the oh. stupidest market segment. And let me tell you something. I, I Toyota's marketing of this is is awful. And you want to know something? Um, I was going through the Lincoln Tunnel and on the Jersey side, yeah. there is a billboard that said the new big Corolla for the big Apple. And I'm like, I hate it. Ugh. I'm like, I'm like, really Toyota? You trying to sell us on on, on a fucking you know? Basically, it looks like a Ford Echo Sport. What do you like, think is a good New York City car? A Prius. Ah, Honda Fit. Yeah. Yeah. Honda Fit. Toyota mm. Prius. Honda Fit is the best car uh, ever. A Camry. If it's beige, so you can just bash the bumpers and go, oh, it's from Liquid. <laughs> <laughs> for, for real, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big Honda Fit enthusiast. I think that they're one of the best cars ever made. Like, I, I kind of miss it, but I don't miss car. the seats. I think that car rides like ass. The, were the first gen seats I had a first not gen. comfortable? Yeah, I know, oh, yeah, I know you had. Hurt all the time. I think the second Have you been gen in a second or third? one. Okay, a second and a third gen, or just the, I, I, I just rode re- in a second gen. Okay, I, I didn't. I because mean, I, I drove it, but I can't remember. Because it. I remember Silicone Sally. Like I'm, I'm yeah. familiar with the name in the car and mm-hmm. the, all the problems with it, but I didn't remember anything about it riding terribly or being uncomfortable. Well, I had to put. I cut up a boogie board and unzipped <laughs> the seat cover and shoved bits of a boogie board in front of the seat springs to give it lumbar support because it had none. It hurt my back. That, that is unfortunate. So, I mean, great gas mileage, drive fantastic, wasn't a good snow car. That's more down to tires, but I, I did get it stuck and high-centered once or twice. Um, had no maintenance issue, well, apart from it leaking water. Oh, and there was something weird where it was wearing its tires odd. Mm-hmm. It would wear uh, It would wear the tires unevenly on the inside edge of the tire, and it would wear it to the point where you would get the washboarding around it. I took it to an alignment shop and they're like, I don't know what's going on with this, which probably meant oh, I don't want to deal you with know this. What? I just, it was, I was probably some it. nightmare that they just never wanted to Perfect dive New York into. City car, the Prius 5, the wagon. Mm. You remember, you know, when, when for a split second, Toyota was like, what if we made the Prius like a real wagon? And they came mm-hmm. out with the Prius V, or the, the Prius 5. Um, I guess, uh, Nick, I don't know if you can bring up a picture of it. Like on the screen. Oh, so yeah. So the pre, it's oh, it was only a few years, and when I worked at Toyota, I loved them because they had so much room. Like the regular Prius was already roomy. The Prius Five is like, oh my god, you feel like you're. It's like a, the size of a suburban on the inside. It's I, so massive. I love the the Prius the Prius Five. I think those were fantastic. And, uh, it'd be great if you get it in like the sea glass color. Because they were just like it was really no, just a it. standard. It was really just a standard like uh, yeah, third that. gen third gen Prius or fourth third gen Prius, but just with longer cargo room in the back is great. They're, okay, they're, I've seen those. Those have yeah. a lot of the room. Yaris looking ones. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they're they're bigger. They're like a like a little bit smaller than a Mazda five hmm. in in proportion. 
I really wish that they put sliding doors on them like the Mazda 5 because the oh, Mazda 5 was, was a like cool an Eagle car. Summit. Yes. Or, or what was the Mitsubishi version of that? Expo. Yeah, the Mitsubishi yes. Expo. Yes. Oh, fuck yes. Yeah, the Eagle I saw Summits one of those cool. at yeah. Yeah, look how much. Look, go back. Look how much room that is. That's they're, pretty good. That's massive. They, yeah, I when, I, when I drove those when I was at Toyota, I'm like, holy shit, the Prius is already roomy. This is like, oh my god, you could you could like dolphin dive into that car and be comfortable. <laughs> it's like you know how like a you ever drive like a, like a Panther body car? Yeah. You could do like an Olympic, like they're made for like 500 pound Americans. Like you yeah. do a dolphin dive in that thing right after you got a cheeseburger, right after <laughs> Shady Maple, just bam, right in that thing. Just oh, like, I'm not getting up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember look, look at all that Hoovie's cargo garage. Range. Uh, wanted to give away a Lincoln Town car that was like he, he was he was giving it away for free and but he had to give it away to someone he did write in why they wanted it and one guy really wanted it because he says my hemorrhoids hurt I need something that I can just sit in <laughs> and I just like ugh yep yeah, I I think Priuses are wonderful I I did I briefly owned one uh, oh you, you 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 had a Prius mine was quintessential Prius I had a second gen Prius yeah. that I bought from a friend as an emergency because I needed a car like the I needed a running driving vehicle now are those the ones you have to take and the it, bumper cover off to change the headlight bulbs I have no idea but probably but mine so mine was a very highly option car absolutely mine was a very highly option yeah, so car with leather it was an ex taxi so the it would it, it was painted fleet white over fleet mm. green which was over silver. Um, and it it had holes drilled in everywhere in the dash for various things, but it had four hundred and twelve thousand miles on it, uh, and it was a it was a fantastic car, like high Damn. forty mpgs, like just great. But I it was my only car for a while. That's an R and I, only car. I I got a little bored of driving it, and I so I eventually traded it back to the gentleman I bought the car from who then sold me my first E34 yeah, and that's how I ended up with BMWs. With that car, nah. that car was a disaster. First car, I mean, first off you told me it was dumped. It was. It, it was, was It was slammed on like, wheels yes. and on, on WCIs which I, I think did I, did I tell you the whole WCI scandal? Uh, so WCI uh, was bef- like you know how like they, they're, they're similar to like Rotiform but WCI faded out because the owners sent a bunch of racist messages to someone. Uh, oh. So people, so these went from like fifteen hundred dollars a set to like four hundred dollars over a set overnight. And the, I remember on Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace, there were tons of ads like selling my racist wheels. Can't have these. Yeah, okay. So yeah, it was it was a it was a massive. Um, it was twenty sixteen that happened. PR nightmare mm. so because Mark Four kids Volkswagen kids loved these wheels because they were similar to Rotiform. Yeah, and then the screenshots came out because the guy messaged like sent racist messages on the uh, WCI page. Yeah, from the WCI account. Like interesting. I feel like if you're That's gonna Papa John shit right there. Abs- yeah, absolutely it is. Yeah, but yeah this Prius a was, a, was a was a disaster of an automobile. Like just a really. And those are those are the wheels you're talking about. Those are about? the wheels that I was yeah. speaking of. Those yes. Were, uh, WCI oh, was I've called seen those. Water cooled. Yeah. yeah, they're similar to Rotiform. Yeah. yeah. They're called like Water Cooled Industries. Was yeah. the, was WCI? Mm. But yeah, there was a whole scandal in 20. 20- yeah, because like the owner sent a bunch of racist messages, and everyone's like, oh, "I don't can't have these racist wheels," and and people were selling them for like yeah. a quarter of what they were originally worth did the owner ever recant or apologize i think they just went out of business oh, i think okay. he just closed doors and left he's like uh, disappeared oops. off the internet for forever all right we have a super chat from old grease monkey it's ten dollars 
My current daily is a 98 E350 club wagon I bought from my church. It has yeah, the super smooth 6.8 V10. After I replaced the front seats with captain chairs, it's now my favorite vehicle. <laughs> uh, Solid. I have, church vans are fantastic. Yeah. My, my father had multiple Econolines. My my father was a uh, was a carpenter. Yeah. Multiple Conolines. Yeah. So I have a lot of experience with those. And the and the great thing about church buses always maintained meticulously. Nice. Church buses are awesome. Or some people call them nun buses. Nun bus. Nun, nun, nun vans. Bus. Yeah. Yeah. But so those those are Conolines. I I don't the six eight. I know they're gas hogs. But aren't they? I believe they're just like two, five, four, like what? Are you, I don't it's know. Just, I mean, it's are we talking about the V10? Yeah, yes, the six eight V10. It is a the derivation Triton. of the modular. Yeah, they're, the they belong to the Triton modular family. So the <laughs> <laughs> Nick is moaning in pleasure in that he finally peed. Yeah. Um, yes. Is I, um, he's a real piss mongrel? Yeah. Is he? So yeah, he did, <laughs> yeah. Nick drinks water all day long and then pees like eighteen times a day. Going <laughs> so like, oh, I can yeah. hear him yelling in the other room. <laughs> yeah, Nick, Nick has a thing because he's like afraid of being afraid of dying of thirst. It's sort of like part of his anxiety that he always needs water, but then he's always peeing. So he's like, I respect that. Yeah, I we stand a hydrated king. On, on, a, on, a, on a road trip, like every time I had to piss, he had to piss like two times. In what, yeah, like the, 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 the I, first I too, piss and then the mop up piss as you're ready the mop to leave up <laughs> I too, I too am a very hydrated individual. Batting cleanup. That has to, to pee yeah. frequently. But yeah, Econolines uh, are, are, are awesome. I would much rather have a um, GMC Savannah van or like a Chevrolet Express because I've driven those and those, holy shit, those are the Ultima of vans. Yeah. But they could take a whooping. Yeah, that I, has like an LS2 in it. Yeah. Absolutely. Did they run well, the you LS2? Get diesel too. You could get them diesel too. Mm. Uh, only only gripe I have with those is uh, since I'm a size 15 foot, there's yeah. not enough room for my, my, my left foot. So I end up double pedaling them mm. a little oh, bit. So do you remember how we had that conversation about how I asked? Because my mother had a 2012 Express that was a conversion van. Mm -hmm. And I... I drove I've driven that thing all over the damn country and I I mentioned that I never had problems with legroom so I looked and Chevy did the only thing they addressed like mid cycle of the express that they still run currently mm -hmm. from like 1980 or like 90 something like 97 to current day um, they did address somewhere in a facelift where they like widened up the, the driver mm -hmm. and passenger foot compartment because the pedals were all like over here like on top of each other yep. and you didn't like, and then there was like the e-brake pedal here and there yep. was no room for your legs to exist. Yeah. So they did change that because he and I were discussing this recently and I was like, I don't remember that being a problem, but Is my that mom's the one was new. Where, like the door covers, it, it's, it's not a running board, but like a step up yes. into it and you can kind of drape your left leg down yes. into a little trench. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they had that like that second level up, and then you stepped onto that, and then stepped up into the van. And the dog box with the engine is like right, yep, bumping like. Yeah, so it's, the it's, early it's ones like were the, riding like the big guy in the middle seat of a plane, just yeah. The the I need a stretch out. <laughs> Doctor says I shouldn't be eating roast beef anymore, but he's queer, so I'm not listening. To it. <laughs> Queers don't want you to eat at Arby's. <laughs> But yeah, you gotta the, stop eating them beef and the, cheddars, the, 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 dude. I met this guy. I knew this okay. guy. <laughs> you know, I just buy like twenty of them. I'll eat them for three days. The the I one chick who works there always looks at me funny. <laughs> 
I can't wait for the circular to come out. You buy five, you get five. <laughs> I don't know how you get your money's where you get to open it up, and then they have the free pickles there by the trash can. And you just load them up with the pickles, and I get the relish on top of that. You double the amount of meat you're getting. Uh, I, get, I got to hook up with the horsey sauce. And I go, go put them on. You get, I get those crumbles on the bottom of my curly fries. You make the horsey sauce in it. It's like it's like a little bit of like cheap beef cheddar down there. Yeah. One, one time she gave me a little extra horsey sauce. I think she's into me. Oh, she's totally into me. I don't know. She's fingering herself with that sharpie she keeps in her neck and apron. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Arby's. Oh, all right, so a uh, super chat. Uh, another from old Grease Monkey. Thank you again for $5. Um, I forgot to mention, it was van number two at the church, so it's called The Deuce. <laughs> love it. That, I love it. It's, oh, it's my turn to pee. Old Grease Monkey, I want you to look up. Um, there's this one band that one of their album covers is literally in a Conaline van. It is, it's actually a Pennsylvania band from Lansdale, too. Of course. It is... Um, I think it's called the Wonder Years. Yeah. You can look, yeah, yeah, Nick. If you want to look it up, it's called uh, the. Just look up the Wonder Years Ford Van album cover. Wonder Years Ford Van. They are they are like a punk emo band from Lansdale. Oh, I remember them. Wonder Years Ford Van. So the thing is, is I could tell that picture was taken in like Bucks County and Montgomery County. Album cover. Let me that. It should be like an album cover. Yeah, the first one with oh. the the maroon colored one no, on the, on the left. All the oh, first, all, all the way over here. This? No, the first. Uh, see the one where it oh, looks that. like the tree. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize it actually had. Yeah, yeah, on. yeah. So that go. looks like it was taken somewhere in Bucks or Montgomery County, and I want to know where that is because I want to take a photo of my oh, Lexus there. It just took there. you straight to the Apple Music link. It said, "Here's the album. Yeah, you can buy it." The album, but it has a different cover now. Yeah. Or What's the name of the album? It's like it's like smashing trash cans or something like that. Sleeping in trash. Uh, sleeping on trash. Yeah. So there we Me. go. Me. Um, I just want to. There we go. Yep. So they're go. they're a Lansdale band, and anytime I think of a Conaline, I think of that album cover, which is literally just like the band's van. This looks like any road in Pennsylvania that yeah like, we drive that, that doesn't yeah. have a shoulder, and if you got to pull off, you're going to high center I've, if you go but too it, it far. Looks strikingly like Bucks County. I've put a lot of miles on it my car like here in the last. It looks like somewhere in northern Bucks County, like week north of, of living north here, Doylestown. and that looks like most of the roads I've driven on since moving here. Like that probably that looks like down. That literally looks like where my mom lives, like like a few blocks away. Like striking. Uh, be advised, we're gonna have to wrap this up in a half an hour. If I'm gonna go pick these folks up in Port mm-hmm. Clinton at four thirty. Um, How was your piss? It was nice and cold because as cold as the kitchen is, that bathroom's even colder. Perfect. Well, I mean, I'm drinking some. some I'm on my, my third beer, so I'm. I know I'm gonna have a beefy piss. Beefy so, piss. Oh, oh, I'm having a beefy piss. <laughs> I'm a real beefy piss mongrel. So wait, do uh, they call God. it horsey sauce because they can't <coughs> legally call it horseradish? Is that the, the is horseradish oh a copyrighted God. name? Is that trademark? I don't know. They're either being cute. I know. I know the horsey sauce is like way higher mayo content than real horseradish. I'll, I'll be. I'll be honest. I think I've eaten at Arby's twice in my entire life, so I don't even know what the hell y'all are talking Actually, about. Actually, look. I look. Let me but, tell you something. And people hate Arby's 
to distract the the people who enjoy Long John Silvers. I swear to God. People Whoa. go to Long John Silvers. People, people, yeah. dude, people no. still go to Long John Silvers, and it's, it. What the funniest thing is, is that I have friends in like the New England and the Atlantic Northeast who hate seafood. Yet I have friends in the Midwest who like go to Long John Silvers. Like I love seafood, which Long John Silvers tastes it's like deep fried salt. I, I yeah, won't. yeah. Which is like, how can like the people who live in the Midwest who enjoy seafood? I'm like, how? I won't touch like, seafood how? unless I'm within pissing distance of the ocean. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't play that game. Though. Nope. It's got to so, be fresh. It's got to be from right over there. Nice. Uh, yeah. yeah so, uh, horsey sauce is apparently just horseradish and mayo with like salt, a dash of sugar, and something else. Sugar. There yeah, it is. There it is. There it is. That sounds like some Pennsylvania diner. It's shit. some. It's some, yeah. some. Like this is our secret sauce. Some mayonnaise down yeah. horseradish. Yeah. What McDonald's secret sauce? That's just Thousand Island. I that's think. yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 Everyone's like that's the running gag that every burger place's secret sauce is just Thousand Island. Like In and Out's <laughs> the same way. Well, yeah. my God, In and Out doesn't exist out Shout here. I can't to, say that. Um, um, we dis- Southwest. We discovered a uh, restaurant chain if, uh, in. It's only in Lower Alabama and the Florida Panhandle called it's Fusaclis, which right. is it's a ripoff from Canes. But the problem is, is that their chicken is seasoned better. Mm. The chicken is so much better. So it's like I enjoy Canes and people talk shit like, "Oh, who's the best chicken joint?" And and it's not Chick Fil A, by the way. So I, I know the comments no, are about it. Get... I've never had fried chicken that was wet, and that <laughs> and that is. <laughs> so you don't, you don't I, I like Chick Fil A. You know everything's soggy. You don't like soggy your chicken just a little bit. So wet? I, no. I'm gonna okay. I'm no, gonna, I like the best chicken. <clears throat> now I don't go out for fried chicken, and I don't mm-hmm. travel enough. In Except for when you go to that place in Collegeville, uh, Specs. Specs. That, that so far has been the Bangs. best fried chicken. I've That's heard really good things chicken. about yeah, yeah. Specs, but Specs. I've never been. Uh, yeah. See, see, growing up, it was all like rotisserie chicken because every single grocery mm-hmm. store had the rotisserie Go- chicken just going around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Deli. Going to the rotisserie, buying an Italian rotisserie chicken and just eating the whole thing. Yeah. That's a real depression meal. Yeah. Um, but when it comes, but I know people up. Uh, what I call, you know, how every every time you pass, every time they put in a Chick Fil A somewhere, the the traffic in the area fucked. Yeah, yep. and yeah. you know what I call it? The lines of Chick Fil A. I call it the honky limbo. <laughs> so, so my yeah. my favorite it's always. Like Grand Cherokees and Wranglers and like just waspy. like yeah, not yeah. even waspy. It's just like oh seven suburbans. Yeah, it's a bunch of all lives matter people going. To, <laughs> yeah, going it's to, like you you I in the Chick Fil A line, you see a blue, thin blue line flag. Popular. I don't. So there there isn't really a good reason mm. for it. I because it, it, I mean at least out by me, uh, Popeyes is full of like uh, like churchgoers, like just very like the very good upright religious people that just love Chick Fil A because they. All about Jesus, but then like, yeah. so where I'm in the Southwest, where you've got In and Out, um, there's this phenomenon, at least in the, the like the Phoenix metro area, where they put Chick Fil A's in the same parking lot as In and Outs. So the I'd rather lot, kill myself. Correct. So the line is a the parking lot in as a whole is a disaster because you've got seven lines of cars driving getting into In and Out, and then you've got the other six going into Chick Fil A, mm-hmm. and it's just people killing each other in the parking the lots trying to Starbucks. so i see oh my god i see old, old grease monkey they couldn't the guy do that they would be a disaster a lot of money he says i prefer zaxby's over chick-fil-a the thing is zaxby's has incredibly good hot sauce incredibly good if you like hot sauce go to zaxby's what i've discovered about zaxby's is that you have to eat it there mm. because every time i've gotten zaxby's i take it home because the only one near me was not close to my house and it's bad by the time you get home mm. there's, there's it's a like lot it's of it's wet from just being in just, the box for too long. I can't stand. 
That's the other thing is that fast food is dependent upon you not having a very long transit from the drive through to your home. Or being willing to eat it in the restaurant with the other fast food goers that are also eating it in the restaurant, yeah. which yeah. is Ugh. an experience. Ugh. <laughs> My favorite thing is uh, going to a Taco Bell when they're busy because you get to play the lottery because they either fuck it up and give you half your order or like... $65 in food. Hell yeah. No in between. The short yeah. story here is that Lance stole my order at Taco Bell when we were at a Taco Bell in the middle of nowhere. Uh, well, no, we were in North Carolina. We were like in like a good area. We are like nowhere. Fayetteville. I think we were in Fayetteville or somewhere. Like we, that. Yeah, Shout we out to at, Fayetteville. We were Y'all at, Taco Bell sucks except for the one time they gave me $60 in food. Because they, yeah. they handed him my order. But I looked at it and I was like, "That's not what I ordered." Well, they said my name too. They're like Lance. They like, did. Oh, this is Curtis. Or so he Threw grabbed it in my bag it. and just left. Just yeah. it. I'm like, nice. So he was like, "I'll see you in the car," and ran out of the parking lot. <laughs> and I was like, "Where? Where's my?" So I asked them. I was like, "Where's my order at?" And they're like, "Oh, we gave it to the guy who's sitting at the table next to you." And so I'm texting him while they're remaking my order. He's sitting in the car. I was like, "Do you have my quesadilla and my two cheese roll ups and my chicken chalupa or whatever?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, it's great." Yeah, and I was like, "Okay, so then where did the nacho fries?" come from and he's like i don't know but i ate him and i'm like all right I'm like, yeah. look, when, when fast food places fuck up just 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 like run look, with it, it when they're busy just let you can't they don't get paid enough no. for you to get mad at them okay no. and that's what we're or pissing me off about fucking boomers going to like fast food places get mad i'm like i'm like excuse me they don't get paid enough to deal with you also yeah. it doesn't matter because no matter like, what you order at a fast food place you're getting the same five ingredients just served to you in a slightly yeah. different order slightly different so shape like, whatever it's you gonna get, enter your mouth in a slightly different order whatever you got's close enough yeah. to whatever you probably ordered just take it just it's fine boomers just just go to the all-day breakfast place in the family diner. Just go there. I took them to Exeter yesterday. Yeah. the Dude, their mac and cheese is awesome. Exeter yeah. is good. I, t- I got the uh, seafood mac and cheese. Man, mm. for 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 being just like in the middle, you know, just being in, in like not even close near the ocean. It was good shrimp. Like it was I was shocked. So, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a good, it was a good meal because I, I told him, I said, once you moved out here, you know, so you're going to have like ton, plenty of Italian food in Jersey. That's going to fill you up and food out and like, you know, Dutch Pennsylvania food. And there's like going to be some, there, there's Italian and there's Italian. Yeah. And the Italian is just, here's your plate of mass. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Here's yeah, your when fried I, here's cheese. When I, chicken palm. Like my, my first day living in the state, I was, uh. I, we were we were talking about food, and Jim Jim Shulman texted me, and he said, "You're going to be looking like a Pennsylvanian in no time." And I said, "Please, please say no." Yeah, because I I, I, I moved I left Phoenix and moved to Dallas, and I lost thirty pounds over the last year and a half living in Dallas. And I was like, "Please don't put it back. I don't want to put it back." Oh, you put Gotta it go back, to the gym, baby. man. Yeah, you're, you're getting your bucket food. You're getting your bucket. You know, I actually, I probably real talk, I probably do because food. my my um, my like appetite, my eating habits have stayed the same, but I have mm. plateaued in terms of like losing weight. So like, All I right. haven't. Hang around me, I'll show you. It hasn't continued falling off. So yeah, I, I sh- I'm probably at the point where I need to start being proactive about it instead yep. of just. I, I, can, I can put together a routine that will uh, um, it'll drop you. Like if you if you follow my instructions, you'll drop five pounds every month. Um, but uh, there's a lot of determination. Yeah, so it's a lot of well, like to well, make an Undertale reference. Well, more more on that later. I will. I'll, I yeah. will. I'm interested. I will definitely consult you, you about that. Do you have a fast food chain that like you just will not touch at all? McDonald's. Um, so McDonald's used to be good years ago. They've kind of like rebranded as like oh we're more you know it got too expensive. more fancy. It got too expensive. 
So it's like McDonald's. You can go to McDonald's and get like a whole meal for under ten dollars. Now it's like if you go to McDonald's, it's like because they all look like methadone clinics now. They all look boring. You know what I mean? Mm. They stripped like all the character of McDonald's, like the, the red and the yellow. Now everything's gray. It looks depressing. Mm. And they're like, welcome to McDonald's, and then like it. Boom, you just spent $18 to have lunch. Where right. it's like, you can go to, like, even Burger King might be kind of garbage, but at least, like, you can get a lot of food for under $10. B- Burger King is my, is my like, I won't Depression touch fast meal. food place. Yeah. I won't go there unless unless I have $4 to my name and I need to maximize that on my lunch break oh, you can, at work. You, you can get more. All right. Uh, you, you can get more food cooking it yourself. No, oh, I know, you I know that's, that's, that's like a cop-out answer. Yeah, no, most it's, it's fast a, food places I don't go to unless you're technically counting like like sheets and Wawa as fast yeah. food, which they are. Yeah, um, I'm gonna take him to no, sheets cook, after cook, this. Cooking at home, cooking at home sheets. No, I have not. He's no. been right, to Wawa. up the road up there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Oh, I know. Don't yeah. worry over food. Yeah. Absolutely. And they're building. He's, the ru- he's the, gonna get the big mozz. He's gonna get the mozzarella cheese stick burger. Oh, he's that's already good. Yeah, he's already ordered for me. He knows what I'm gonna eat. So they're building the rudders there on 61. So we're gonna have the trifecta now. Oh shit! The Wawa out there by Hamburg. We're gonna have the rudders in between and we're going to have the sheets at the other end. Well, if you were closer to Philly area, they have Royal Farms because Royal Farms is more of a Maryland-Delaware thing. But they have them in like the Philly area and South Jersey. Um, I have have meal planning coming from two directions here. I've got like (laughs) health conscious like here's how you should take care of yourself and then i've got him over here that like here's how much food i can shove down your throat in the next hour yeah after ben mackle we like went away for a while and i didn't get free beer i was down um last time i weighed myself was 168 so that was pretty good good so i mean now that there's beer again i'm gonna go back up to 172 which i'm gonna have to cut this is my first beer in a while um actually no i had one last night but a lot of it what what's gonna what's gonna cut um the first thing is going to be knock it off with any sort of soda. Soda's out. A That's bre- already easy. I already yeah. don't do that. Soda's out. I don't like soda. No more breakfast cereal. Uh, you're easy. not. Uh, no more bread anymore. Uh, no more pasta. So you'll that's be on. One. That's going to be a hard <laughs> that's one. So the, that's my, you're going to be replacing that. He he is like a, like a, he loves pasta. I am a, yeah, the pasta. scene he, like he is like an Olive Garden yeah. like. Oh my god! Slut. No, that's this, bad. The scene in Scott Pilgrim where they're eating the garlic bread and uh, Michael Sarah yeah, no. goes, "Bread makes you fat." That's me all the time. Yeah, I mean, that that is straight carbohydrates that your body is then converting directly into sugar, and sugar becomes fat. So. Um, your carbohydrates need to come from sources that are harder and take longer and take more energy for your body to process into glucose. So that's going to be your steel cut oats, oatmeal. Mm -hmm. Again, not the stuff in the little packets that have sugar in it. You're buying the, you're buying the can of it. Right. You put that in. If you want sweetness, you're going to put in raisins, and honestly, not even those craisins, those cranberries, because they back sweeten some of those things. That's sugar that you don't need. Yeah. Um, uh, Learn to love pan fried chicken. You can fry chicken. Mm-hmm. Not deep fried chicken. You can pan saute chicken all day. Right. Uh, that's good, clean protein. You can eat all the eggs you want. You can eat all the eggs you want. That's just straight protein. It's good right. for you. You don't even have to worry about uh, cholesterol because you kind of need cholesterol to make testosterone. Um, uh, what else are we talking about? We did that. You can do ground beef as well. You can do ground pork. Like lean, lean ground beef. Oh, no. Yeah. You can do 85%. Oh, can you? That's perfectly okay. fine. Oh, yeah. You can honestly eat fatty foods and lose weight. Right. If you're going to the gym. So about how much you eat, too. Yeah. Yeah. You portion controls. Portions a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're going to go to the gym. Honestly, I'd have you going doing something every single day. Not so much... I mean, it's a cumulative effort, but it's also a, a mindset to know that 
if it's your goal to drop at least like 50 pounds, um, this is going to be your job now right. is, is going to go in there and you're going to, uh, Oh, do I want to do reps or, but yeah, we're going to do reps. Um, we, we would do uh, high reps, low weight because we need to teach good form. So I would have you do an hour of cardio. So you'd be on an elliptical. Honestly, screw the bikes. The bikes are sitting down. I right. don't want you doing that. You're either going to be on the mill, the treadmill, or you're going to be on an elliptical machine. One of the fancy ones that bobbles all around, fine. Should I do the elliptical machine that has the handles that go back and forth or ones that don't have handles? Either one's fine. Um, but I need an hour on that at a moderate pace. Put on a, your favorite podcast, your favorite music. Pick a pace and just stick to it. Um, you should feel sore after the first day. Your second day is going to be rough. You're going to be in pain. You just ignore that. And then your, your body will realize, oh, this is what this motherfucker's doing now. We're going to rearrange we, we our body to become out. this job that does this. Um, and, of course, if you don't have gym clothes, just go on Amazon. Honestly, I can give you a set upstairs. Um, um, weights. Depends on what gym you're going to. I'd gladly swipe you into the gym that I go to. Um, I would want you to have, I would, I will want to give you things that will build your confidence in the gym. Um, mm -hmm. There is a machine called the assisted pull-up. Uh, that's going to work your upper back and also get you up to the point where you can support your weight and lift your own weight with, with, with your arms, shoulders, and back. Um, we then do, let's put some tricep. No, actually, no. I'd honestly have, yeah, squats. We'd be, do, we'd be doing stuff at the squat rack because I want to be using as, as, much, as many muscles as I can on you uh, that's going to be maximum burn. Because building muscle um, consumes a lot of calories and repairing the muscle consumes a lot of calories. And that, of course, your body is going to uh, use uh, to consume the fat tissue. Part of this is bro science. I'm sorry for the people going nuts in the chat. Um, we, so an hour of cardio, squats, assisted pull, hour of cardio, squats, assisted pull-ups. Mm, let's get some chest exercises in there. I don't even know the name of the machine that's this machine. <laughs> right, the one that does, yeah, I yeah, know the one you're that. talking about. And if you don't have that, you can do in, incline dumbbell press, which is the sort of bench that's also a recliner, and you just get two dumbbells, and you, and you just go like this. As far as how many sets you do, three sets of 10. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Rest for a minute. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Rest a minute. One, two, three. If you have a muscle fetish, we can teach you about um, <laughs> uh, drop sets. Drop sets is how you get a pump where extra blood flows your muscles and they literally grow in front of you and they feel amazing. Um, a drop set is when I do them, when I feel like feeling that my arms are bigger um, and I don't have big arms, is to just get a pair of dumbbells. You do dumbbell curls. You do them until they you can't do them. And then, now, people argue that you're just hurting yourself and you kind of are. But then you go down to a lower set and you immediately start doing them again with a lighter weight and then those get hard and it's tough to do and then you go to an even lighter weight and suddenly you're struggling to curl um 
five pounds, pounds but pounds, so yeah. much blood is now rushing yeah. to your biceps that they literally swell and then you go into the and then you go into the locker room you're going to bathroom you're feeling i'm like holy shit i'm strong <laughs> but yeah what, how, what are people in the chat said said about my workout routine uh, stairmaster is very underrated or even a treadmill walking at an incline for cardio that was from aj seaman um old grease monkey says the stairmaster is my mortal enemy but it will blast you for cardio yeah. yes it and will jess yeah. mcgandrew was like my dude that beer weight is water weight yeah something i've never been good at is like cardio i've always i well, I, I feel like i used to be better like i used to hike a ton my my mm -hmm. mom's a big hiker she's been to the bottom mm -hmm. of the grand canyon 27 times wow like she okay. she was a, a college soccer coach for like 20 years and mm -hmm. she every year she took the soccer team on a grand canyon hike and i've done it once mm -hmm. but i have not like that was my pinnacle of like the best shape i've ever been in was mm -hmm. training to hike 17 mm -hmm. miles in one day and then that's I, good 17 <coughs> miles that's I mean, awesome I, it's, yeah, it's 16 in, it's 16.9 like yeah. it down down and out in one day in the 10 sun hours. in the yeah. well yeah I mean, I've, been, I've been in boy scouts and done some, at the some crazy um, i don't know i've done I, like 10 12 miles in a day you are before. you are like i, like, I don't know what sweating you, out your nutrients all uh -huh. your salts and i don't know what you look into when you when you're but like at the when we left the morning there was there was snow on the ground at the top of the grand canyon it's yeah. like 7500 feet elevation or whatever is yeah. cold out at the bottom it's like 110 because you're at sea level. No way. You're at oh sea, you're God. at sea level at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. It is hot, and then you get to climb back out. Yuck. Which is which is a very entertaining. Yeah, now so you're that, sweating, like, and it gets colder. Yeah. And the sweat. Oh, <clears> so is doing dangerous. so doing stuff doing that. But that was like the peak of the best shape I've ever been in. And I like I, I would love to be able to get back into into not even like hiking that much, but like I would just like to be back in that shape again yeah it's like, like if you're determined cardio. You, can, you can do that this time next year you're, oh, I'm you'll, sure. you'll be there yeah but this is super, like a dedicated super chat. Yeah. so super chat uh from jeter's 87 i worked at oh for five dollars thank you so thank much. you so much thank um, you i worked at argo ai as a lidar analyst before it shut down what are your thoughts on autonomous cars oh great oh, this Lord. question again it's not a replacement for the squishy gray matter in between your ears absolutely not it Excuse is me. a nice way to break up a monotonous thing i don't mind the drive down to the larkin house mm -hmm. on the northeast extension because i just hit radar guided cruise control lane keep assist and like the process if i'm windows xp like all the processes start shutting off and i'm just driving with one finger on the wheels like mm -hmm. this is great like mm -hmm. for a thing like the north seas extension which nothing happens and it slows down for construction the and truck slows it down trucks. yep i'm not and the thing is i'm not trying to freaking pass people all the time like drain and i'm just, <laughs> I'm, already, just I'm going 70 miles an hour at the speed limit is 75 mm -hmm. miles in a slow lane if i got a slow guy in front of me that's doing 66 Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, what? I'm relaxed. Drain went from a rogue to a Mustang Mach E, so he's ready to go. He is ready. Red. That car moves. I mean, he, he's already gotten a speeding ticket in Philly. The mm. red light cameras, oh, yeah. which mm. I'm like, I was like waiting. I'm like, like, what is this guy gonna get? Like a red, like a like a speeding ticket? Like I already know he's gonna get pulled over and go. Why did the cop get me 110? Like. You know, he needs a radar detector. He does. Yeah. yeah. I believe it was Farah who had a theory uh, that to the effect of autonomous driving is really about allowing people to text and drive because that's <laughs> yeah. what, what they want to be able to do. That's exactly what? what people do as well, like behind the wheel of autonomous driving. Like yeah. the, the st step one thing that I feel like people do is like 
set it up, get the car driving, and then just like fuck off yep, for the rest yeah. of it. So, and it's like you you gotta still be present because much like you've mentioned, I have a similar experience. A friend of mine bought a like brand new Corolla hatch right when they came out, yeah, and it has very much the same features like radar cruise, the lane keep assist. Like it'll you can just sit there and kind of zone out, and it'll drive you wherever, and you just hang out in your lane. And that was wonderful. It was a, 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 in exactly the same application you use. It was fantastic for the terrible three-hour drive from Phoenix like down to Tucson or whatever. Just yeah. mindless. Yeah. But it's like I'm still present. Yeah. And driving the car. Um, when so I, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a funky. When I used to work for a family. is our five-minute warning. That's awesome. How much? Five, uh, minutes? How much five minutes? Five minutes. When, five I used to work, when I used to work for a family of dealerships, um, I used to drive a lot of like the new Lexuses, Toyotas, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were so many assists that I'm like, I'm like, this promotes distracted driving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like the lane keep assist, I'm like, this is literally just so people can like update Instagram while yeah. they're driving. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, Beep beep beep! Oops. Yeah. Like Instagram and it's like it, the Chevy cars, one that vibrates your ass when yeah, you like, the yeah. is, like roll they out don't, of the lane. Want, yeah. There's no manual cars. There's there's not enough stuff that people have to do anymore to really pay attention. So it's like all it's it, they, they're like oh yeah it's good for safety. I'm like yeah but it promotes distracted driving. You know I remember mean? when safety was uh, important because if you didn't you died. Yeah. Like that was the option is like you either drive good or you you die. I hope it gets to the point where the NPCs of the world who don't like cars and would rather not drive, Mm -hmm. we can give them something that they can just zone out in. And I know and then, some people are screaming trains. That would be wonderful. But we, we don't have, have, the, we, we we don't don't have just, that. Yeah. And that's, a, that's a whole other infrastructure and conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people yep. want to talk about, oh, like the automobile focus, like infrastructure, blah, 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 blah. It's just people. It, that, that is people. Oh, my God. People on Twitter will argue about that all the time. You know what I mean? There's people who hate cars on Twitter. And yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and fuck. Cars like just like, just get on a bus and I'm like you can't. Yeah. By I, the I way, would, all the stuff that comes from Amazon. Yeah. yeah, all, yeah. all those little Sprinter vans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those the door to door stuff. And I would I would hate to to start that argument, but like but I'm this, I'm such funny. a I'm such a huge public transport advocate on mm-hmm. behalf of people who don't yeah. like driving. I would love like I would love a train that comes all the way in here that takes me to the goddamn airport. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That would be fantastic. I, I, I would use the shit out of it and it would make driving like for people who enjoy driving and people who are like anxious about public transport or like don't like or just have like control issues like whatever it might be that you want to drive great. It gets all of the people that aren't interested in driving mm-hmm. off the road Yeah, and I don't have to put my 33 year old challenging to replace bring a trailer dream on, yeah. you know in harm's way every day yeah like that would be fantastic so from right. a car guy perspective i'm like yeah, go public yeah. transport keep, like let's keep, do it keep but those, like you, you know, said geriatrics it's a, who a, just want to drive a crossover off yeah. the road because they, yeah. they're too distracted and like yeah. you said it's an infrastructure nightmare because it's like you the entire way that this country is planned would have to change for yeah. that to like really work because yeah. it's there's so many there's so much so many rural parts that would need to have like big train lines added mm-hmm. like yeah, I, have a, I, I have a friend in, in Canada who lives up near uh, Vancouver Vancouver has fantastic public transport he mm-hmm. lives in Victoria about an hour outside of Vancouver there's nothing there's no bus lines out there there's no trains like he's yeah. got 
no options for that. My favorite, even favorite if you live near people. places that it exists, yeah. it's still like yeah. You, it's yeah, just there's a, a lot of nothing a in this country. Yeah, yeah. I will think say it's crowded. Kind of. My favorite no. genre of people are the ones that go fuck cars. Like this is this, this is so bad for the environment. How can you? Okay, be let me so Grubhub twenty dollars of Taco Bell. You know what I mean? Like fuck cars are so bad. Okay, let me get on Grubhub and like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like dude, you're not helping. It's like I'm not driving to save the environment. Okay, time to Grubhub something. Yeah, dude. Oh, let me just order this on Amazon because cars are bad. It's like yeah. I hate cars T-shirt and it gets delivered through like a diesel truck yeah. from Amazon. It's like, yeah. dude, you can't like it's not helping my guy. There was a comment from Plattenbau who I believe is based out of Canada. Uh, yeah, that's that's me sure. and we're, Kurt's we're friend. friends with him. Oh, I'm, fam- cool. I'm familiar yeah, with him. Yeah, mentioned autonomous cars will not be able to detect the lines on our salt coated snow yeah, roads, yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. I never considered. That was a huge problem. Um, not with salted roads, but Subaru's eyesight had a big problem um, when it w- was kind of new mm. um, that we had. It was kind of very quiet, but when I worked for a Subaru dealer, we had a couple cars where it happened, and the tar lines on the road from repairing cracks, mm-hmm. the eyesight system, if the the sun was coming at you, the glare would reflect off the tar line on the road, and the car would latch onto that as a lane marker Uh-oh. and would drive people into things. Uh-oh. And then Subaru very quickly updated that and said, okay, no more of that. So or an early eyesight stuff when you were driving like directly into the sun and there was a glare, eyesight would just turn off yeah, entirely. Um, and so that is like, that is an existing problem. I feel like they've probably figured that out by now, but he makes a really yeah. good point that like, th- if there's too much shit on the road, like you're just, you're, yeah. it's not, this you're not going to see more than anything. a five minute warning. So do we have any closing thoughts, I guess? Yeah. Do we have any closing thoughts? We'll do. Uh, uh, go currently, ahead, uh, old grease monkey just says, "Heck, I'm fine with electric cars. My problem is EVs are a red herring, so these companies can pretend to be yep. going green when it's actually industry that's causing all the climate change." So, yep. I just realized. Oh, closing. suddenly I care about lithium mining. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I wish I wish they would promote more hybrids rather than full EVs, because especially you know remember when Honda came out with the V6 Hybrid Accord? No. Like that was a performance based hybrid car. But I wish like the the it's like it's like oh my god we have the technology for awesome hybrids, why don't we focus more on that than rather than everything has to be full EV? But it's like you know it sucks. My answer to that uh, it, it could be either a packaging problem or a manufacturing problem, and maybe the margins mm-hmm. for building a hybrid is less than an EV. So people Which want sucks, EVs, so you can I would sell love, more. Of them. I would love a performance based hybrid car. Was that is that what a Porsche Taycan is? Is that a hybrid? No, uh, the Taycan is full EV. I Honda had a V6 hybrid. It wasn't great. Like I said, Honda's uh, hybrid technology back then wasn't great. But if they did like the Acura Integra, if they came out like, oh, this is a hybrid, you know, performance car with a manual, I'd buy it. Mm. I'd be at the dealership like, I want this now. Thank you. Nice. And to close it out with one last super chat, Jake H. from yesterday's shoot. Uh, oh, hey, Jake. Says, Had a blast meeting you guys yesterday and seeing how the sausage is made. Let me buy you oh, some beers. Sausage. Oh, awesome. Wonderful. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Sausage yeah, well, time. Uh, it's sausage disgusting. Next time yeah, we're in Brooklyn or if I ever go, if we ever go out and do B&E in with Jordan, yeah, yeah we'll go out for some drinks afterwards. Ooh. Absolutely. All right. All right. Thank you for uh, watching this. Uh, thank you to... Uh, Duke for stopping by, talking about mm-hmm. mechanic stuff. Thank you to Lance. 
and I am spacing. I'm so sorry. That's totally okay because we've only like vaguely met yeah. twice. So I'm Curtis officially. Curtis, yes, Jake and Curtis for coming by. Congratulations on the safe road trip uh, across yes, country. Glad to be here. Thank you to everybody who donated on Super Chats. We will spend your money wisely. Thank you everybody who donates on Patreon. You're helping regular car reviews to exist as a much larger channel uh, than it is. Thank you to everybody who participates in our giveaways. You're helping us get to Australia. RCR Australia. 2024. Uh, the next giveaway car is coming out on Monday, and it will conclude before Christmas. So someone's going to get, someone's going to win a very nice Christmas present for themselves. Something very loud and rumbly and fast, and it goes sideways everywhere. Um, and thank you uh, to everybody who watches on Monday. Thank you to us for helping us have a job, Nick. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, buy a Christmas song on, on on wherever you get Christmas songs. Oh yeah, Christmas songs. Spotify, uh, uh, Bandcamp, Band Amazon, iTunes, wherever you know, it all helps. But mm -hmm. uh, it's called Fairmont. It's the regular car reviews Christmas song for 2022. Uh, thank you, everyone who's listened to it so far. Yeah, I did just the response been overwhelming, and I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, so for everybody else, I'm Brian or Mr. Regular. Have a great night. Bye.